0: What up, Dat fam? It's Jared, everyone's favorite goblin oopsie here. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Dragons of Things, Heroic Endeavors. Heroic Endeavors is a live streamed Pathfinder 2 actual play broadcast that happens every Friday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific. We're currently streaming and recording using the internet tubes to keep everyone safe during this global pandemic. We hope with your support, when we get back to life as we know it, we can continue to do the show in person, utilizing some amazing microphones and cameras to capture all the fun in perfect clarity. If you're interested in supporting us, you can do so by following or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the dat network. That's the D-A-T network. And consider joining our patrons so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of the world, along with world building tips and all kinds of cool perks in there. One of the best ways that you can support this podcast directly is by rating or following, and subscribing or reviewing on iTunes or Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. Those reviews help immensely. And of course, if you're loving the music and the sounds that you hear in our game, you can add these sounds to your tabletop game when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is free, comes with 10 sound sets that are included to get you started. You don't even need to register. Use the link in the description to let them know that we sent you. Thanks again. Enjoy the show and keep on rolling dice.
1: Hey everybody,
2: it's six o'clock. It's Friday night. Man, is it time for some dragons and things? Yeah.
3: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You'll notice that we have uh, Adam Rady and Eric Raddick back with us tonight. So Ooh. unfortunately we don't have Lamar with us, but I'm sure we'll get him in on another one of these episodes. But luckily we do have Diana Restrepo, Adam Khan, and Jared Hoy back in the mix tonight. Uh, Remember, these episodes are canon to the Dragons and Things lore. They are just taking place in a different city, the city of Kavalosha, far to the north of Bantam, but still in the same country. So you may see some familiar crossover stuff, and you may even see some some stuff that's referenced in our world anvil, uh, because, again, this is all canon. It's all part of our Dragons and Things collective world. Another day, another summons to the HEI headquarters in Kavalosha. You've been sitting in a conference room for nearly an hour now. Some of the people around you are ones you recognize. Uh, so, for example, Peepa and Rius and Oopsie, you've all worked together very recently on a very successful job. Uh, but there are two others in the room that you don't know just yet. And I would love for while you're sitting there, uh, waiting for whatever it is that's supposed to happen, the reason that you've been summoned into the, into the headquarters this morning, Eric, why don't you tell us who it is that we're
4: dealing with? As far as you can tell, you see this mysterious entity sitting there. He's sitting there silently in his seat. He's wearing this hooded cloak. It's a green hooded cloak. Is it green? It it might not not be green. It could be more of a moss. No, 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 it's not quite moss. It's a bit closer to olive in color, I think. (laughs) No, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's fern. It's a fern cloak. It's this hooded cloak that comes all the way over the face. And you can't you can't see you you can't see who exactly this entity is. And he doesn't speak. You just see his face, you see his lips, and he's it is very straight faced and stern
3: and
4: at this point. Not saying anything. It's still a mystery. We don't know who's sitting here. You think it's human. You think this part, this this entity is human, but you're not quite sure. Uh,
2: and and Adam Rady. Who do we? Who else do we see in the room with us today?
1: <laughs> well, uh, physically, uh, it, there is there is a a, a man uh, there, okay. and okay. Uh, that that's the entity you see is a, is a man, and he's uh, dressed. That's in some pretty, entity. He's dressed in some pretty fine clothing, so almost like a merchant might be. Um, he has um, a pouch on his side, uh, a number of. Vials and bottles uh, adorn his uh, his clothing around the belt, and he does have like uh, along that, almost as if it was a bandolier along that that satchel that he has. Uh, very well groomed, uh, seems to be uh, smiling at everybody. Um, not necessarily like you know, but kind of like oh hey, you know, good to see you. You know, he just seems he seems very cordial and nice. Uh, so
2: again, the three of you have, uh, worked together recently, but now they these, these, these two newcomers, um, and it's not really too much of a surprise to see new faces and not see some of the faces of people that you, uh, worked with in the past. You notice the lack of, uh, fan ray has not, has not joined you in the conference room this evening, and nor has, uh, Khan Shaka, the druid, but that's not too much of a surprise as the, uh, Kavalosha has one of the biggest rosters of licensed heroes in all of Thaspiro, or Thaspir, Thaspiro. that's stupid. Uh, in all of Thaspir. Thaspiro. that's dumb, why would I say Thaspira. that? Thaspiro. Uh, Thaspir. <laughs> the turnover is rather high for a number of reasons, but that's adventuring for you. Just when you're about to lose your minds from waiting, the door bursts open and a scarred elf rushes into the room with a look that seems to say that you've been making him wait. He slaps the folder onto the table without even really looking at you all. Transport duty, anonymous client, looks like expensive art getting ferried across like Lake Cavalas, high value so the client wants extra security, details are in the folder. Do you understand the nature of your assignment? And at this point the elf pauses. You know he's waiting for a verbal combination, confirmation. It's part of the routine HEI protocols. When you signed up with HEI, you were told that you were becoming part of a family, a group of heroes that looked out for one another. Your administrators were there to support and protect your interests while you completed valuable field work. The reality has been somewhat different. You don't even know this junior administrator's name, and he always looks haggard, sleep deprived, and annoyed. Maybe when you rise in the ranks, things will be different. Still, a job is a job. So what do you do?
4: I'll tell you what's going on, Jim. So, you watch as a smile washes across. A smile washes across the entity's face you're not quite sure who it is just yet but at that moment he reveals himself and peels back his hood not not a very not a very striking figure (laughs) um pretty plain looking average at best from what you can tell probably around five foot nine uh, for those of you who aren't here in the United States, that's 1.8 meters or <laughs> 175 centimeters in height. You're just you're just judging at this point because you can't really get the full scope of them sitting down. They're sitting down, you didn't, well actually you saw them come into the room. You saw them walk into the room. So about five foot nine. So at this point, uh, the entity speaks. Hi everybody, the name's Matt, Matt Mercer. Mercenary for Iron. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Of course I'm taking this job. It's been my dream ever since I've been a little boy to be a part of heroic endeavors. I was told tales as a boy before I went to sleep by my parents of great barbarians taking on ancient gods and fighting dragons. And it was my dream ever since I was yay big, yay big, to be a hero. And now's my chance. Now is my chance. It's now, my time is now to make my mark on the world. So thank you. I'm taking this job happily.
2: Uh, the elf standing by the door is just waiting and waiting. And then when you finally finish, he goes, oh. okay. And leaves immediately, just slams the door behind him. You are left in the room alone. Thanks for being
5: what do you do? so kind again. Uh. So we're,
0: we're off then. Who are, who are all of you? Uh, Oopsie will walk over, pick up the folder, open okay. it, and like look it over. I mean, he can't oh, yeah. read, so it's it's clearly right. he just. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> so it's just words. Yeah. Uh, there's like, words. Uh, yeah. Oopsie, be
2: good with this you one. You do see. Uh, you do see at one point a picture, uh, like a like a draw a sketch of a warehouse, but that's really the only like picture in the entire folder, and it's the only thing that's sort of. Uh, makes any sense to you. Go ahead and make a society check, though.
0: <laughs> five on the die. So modifies okay. out to a five.
2: Doesn't mean anything to you. Great. Pretty picture. Yeah. <laughs> Free picture. They're just giving them away.
5: Oh, uh, oopsie. Anything of interest that we need to know? You Pictures? are reading the folder, yeah? yeah.
0: shove the picture of the warehouse at...
5: Reese? Uh, yes, the warehouse. Good. Well, what does it say it's at? Uh,
2: there is an address uh, underneath the, the sketch, so um, being able to read that, you would actually be able to locate the warehouse fairly easily.
1: I want you all to know that you're all better actors and on-camera personalities than I am, because I, <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to recover at all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you...
4: We don't know each other, do we? Uh,
2: no, you've not. You, the there's three of these. The people in the room. Uh, there's a there's a plant girl, a lizard folk, and a goblin that all seem to be very familiar with each other and comfortable with each other. Uh, but yeah, you've never worked with any of
4: them before. So again, everybody, uh, my name is Matt. Uh, some people call me Matthew. I'm not sure. Uh, you you guys can call me Matt. Well, I mean, we'll be fast friends. This is we're all part of heroic endeavors now. So. Uh yeah, so who who is everybody here? Who 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 are all of you? Who are all of you? Uh you're
0: you're a goblin? It's- uh yeah. What? He'll climb up on a table uh to get closer so he could look him in the eye. Mm-hmm. Shove his hand out. Ah, and oopsie.
4: Oopsie. Oopsie. Nice to meet you. Matt. Matt Mercer Nary.
0: <laughs> He'll shake hands but he does it this way. <laughs> I remember a distinctly different voice from Oopsie last week. Well, because they, pay, they paid that voice. <laughs> well, that was you for two weeks. For that, that was it for was, two weeks. But I didn't want to do it. I wanted to get Oopsie. But but I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to
1: do it. This is the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> it is, Jim. <sighs> uh,
4: uh. Well, Oopsie, Oopsie, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm very excited to get going on this trip. And to make a little bit of gold, if you know what I mean.
5: Yes, I can tell you're quite excited to get out there for adventure, aren't you, Matthew? Uh,
4: Yeah, who, who are, who are you? Oh,
5: my name is Rius. (laughs) Very nice to meet you. Pleasure. Yes, yes. pleasure is all mine. And this, this tiny little one, I must warn you, don't get, uh, don't get too close, sir. Cute and adorable, but very ferocious.
6: Hi. I'm Peepa. It's nice to meet you.
4: Wow. You look like part of the forest.
6: I know. Thanks. I like... Would you like to smell my flower?
1: Sure. <laughs>
5: I'm trying here. <laughs>
4: so... Guys, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. What are we doing? That guy was very rude to us.
5: <clears throat> oh, yes. He tends to be very rude. I don't know if he's having home problems or what.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, plant monsters, lizard folk, and goblins, it is so nice to make your acquaintance. I must say that I am normally the verbose one, but Matthew, you have taken the win from my sales. It is so nice to meet you all. My name is Bartimus. Potions are my trade. Cures for any ailments that may be ailing you, but not anymore after you've met Bartimus. And I extend my hand to each of them.
6: I'm going to reluctantly take his hand just because of my background in merchants as well because of who was keeping me prisoner, so I'm kind of like, uh is this a bad merchant or is this a good merchant? So <laughs> are I'm you just, a
5: bad merchant? So I'm just merchant. going
6: to just look at his hand and and just kinda go, hmm
1: With with each person that I shake their hand, so I'll Not start mine. I'll start with I have a claw. <laughs> I'll start with Pifa and I'll 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 kinda like look her just right in the eyes and I'll say, You you my dear, are beautiful. Beautiful. Stunning. And then I go shake Matt's hand. I say, ah, oh, "My boy, my boy, you have a gift. You have the gift of Gavin. I do like this." And then I shake uh, Reese's Re- Reis. peanut butter cup. What is it? Rias. <laughs> Rias. I say, "Rias, you, you, my boy, you are fascinated. Do you mind perhaps one day if we uh, pers- pursue being friends? Perhaps a..." Uh, uh, just a sample of your brain tissue might be something I could get from you. Just one day. Just brain think it over. Tissue. How do you expect to get that out of my cranium? Oh, just think it over. There, there are many ways. Many, many ways. Just, just consider it, my boy. Just consider it. And, and I'm sorry. Your, your name was oopsie, oopsie. Yeah, and he'll,
0: he'll power handshake sideways.
1: Oh my! Oh my! Fa- fascinating! Such, such strength from such a, such a little creature. You, you are fantastic. I must have you in, in, in one of my, in one of my many, many many presentations that I give of my products. I, I, you must be part of it.
4: I'm really glad you're here, because, you know, potions are an important part of adventuring. Yes. It's an important thing. So you're going to be taking care of us, right?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I will take care of you. In fact, in fact, are any of you feeling ill right now? I will I will take care of that right now. Oh,
5: but it is good to have someone as expressive as our good compatriot last time, Kanchaka.
1: Oh, uh, oh, you know the good Kanchaka. Oh, yes. We well, yes, I know us. the good Kamchaka as well. He's, he's, he's a, another fascinating
5: individual.
6: I'm ready to go, if you are all ready.
5: I'm now, Bartleby, ready. you have done adventuring before, yes? yes. missions Wait, under you, your belts? Did you ask,
4: are you speaking to me? I, it's it's hard to understand you. Uh, the, the accent's strange, I don't place it.
5: No, I was asking. Wait the 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 really happy the other happy one, Bar Barzimus it was. Oh, have you Rias. gone out? Uh, yes, have you oh, gone yes. out? I have
1: to- I have adventured out many 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 distant. La- In fact, if if I may, I would like to to introduce you to to one of my compatriots that I met uh, traveling across the lands uh, many many years ago. Uh, here, one moment, and I say, would you would you like to say hello? Open up my pouch, and out pops the head of a little teddy bear. What? And it just it just looks at all of you, and and then I said, no, no, come on, come on, come on, don't be shy. And he and the little teddy bear f- floats up in the air, and it it waves at you all.
4: Is, so he wants that? to look at
0: that pouch. Like he just leans over. He's still on the table, so he just what's in your pouch? Oh, He's, well, it's it's Philip here. Philip, say
1: hello. Hello.
6: Is Philip a friend or a prisoner? And she gets all mad.
1: <laughs> oh my! Oh my dear! I I feel you have been mistreated horribly through your life, and and I, I'm very sorry for that. This this is Philip, and he he is well. He is my friend, my my dearest compatriot. We travel okay, the world together.
6: That makes me happy. Then he is, can
4: come with us.
1: Is and he I am Philip alive? Well, of course Philip's alive. Philip. Philip does a little a little dancy dance in the air. Kind of like just a little jig and his little teddy bear legs and arms kinda of move back and forth and he moves, he moves around. He makes it. He tries he like tries to like make a noise and he just kinda of comes out
5: I I want I want to read his aura.
6: The teddy bear's aura? Uh, yes, I
5: want to read a a floating teddy bear's aura, see if he's magical. Uh, I don't believe he is magical. <clears throat> interesting so no magic behind this but a floating cuddly bear
4: and it's not a it's not an animal it's a it's a stuffed animal correct
1: well it looks it like know. a it's a it's just a warm cuddly bear oh it's a it's a miniature bear what what species how, how, of bear is oh that? it's philip how big is he um he's about yay big he's tiny is
6: he my height
1: can i roll oh, a nature he's, check he's on tall. that animal <laughs> This is I'm uh, very confused.
4: You can. <laughs> hold oh God, wait. Next you, you're seeing, what you're seeing, you're seeing what I'm doing here. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. You see, on.
1: many years ago I was traveling. 19, 19 on the die. Uh,
2: it does not appear to really be a living creature.
1: Uh, you're really not certain what is going on here with that. Okay. Many years many, many years ago I was traveling across the windscourge wastes and uh, did you know that there are no trees in the Windscourge Waste? I, I found this very unsettling. Very. Unsettling. I've heard
4: stories. I've heard stories.
1: I, I came across a, a strange barbarian tribe—a uh, uh, some sort of uh, water buffaloes or, or
4: bleeding something. yak, bleeding yak barbarians.
1: <clears throat> yes, yes, that's that's it. You've you've heard of the bleeding yak barbarians. You know, you know, my boy, uh, the legendary Crag, who we've all heard these stories about over there, over in Trapsboro Land he'd he, he's, he's struck down the, the beast the, uh, that was uh, uh, you know doing all those things over there mm-hmm. so, yes mm-hmm. so I, I I was there years ago and that is where I encountered Philip he was he was minding his own business and I was minding my own business and we encountered each other and discovered that our business was mutual and we have been continuing on that mutual front ever since
4: interesting in the wind scourge wastes.
1: Ah uh, yes, yes, yes. Did you know that there was one barbarian that they claim they claim was mightier than than the mighty uh, Crag, who who was felled by that awful beast? They claim that this barbarian was one inch taller, and and had the strength of of one more than that Crag fellow.
4: I have I've never heard that story before. I've heard a yeah. lot of stories bef- like for bedtime, but I've never. Heard that particular story? Interesting. Well, it's
1: true. It's true. Uh, Philip and I have gone back. We have gone to the Windscourge Way since then. We have met mm. and bartered with this hunter; they call him. We have sat with this mighty king. We have dealt and bartered, and we have uh, come back with so many tales and mysteries, galore potions, mm. cures, ailment, the things that will cure any ailment.
6: I'm already bored because I used to do this for a living.
1: Let's go. So, <laughs> no, sh- in, in short, in you're
5: saying that you're good to go. No. Excellent.
1: Now come here, come here, Philip. And Philip sits on my shoulders and I kind of hold like this and we, <laughs> we walk along.
2: Well, uh, I will go ahead and assume that at some, point during, at some point during all of this, someone who has the ability to read looks through the folder <laughs> so that I can read my description text of the adventure that you're going to go on.
4: I'm reading, I'm reading, Jim. I find I find the paperwork. I, I find the... Uh...
2: Looking through the folder, you see that you are indeed working for an anonymous client wishing to, for rare artwork to be delivered to Stay Hill Village, which is actually a community of halflings on the north side of Lake Cavalas. Typically... Such a journey would take you across the Cavalos Bridge, a safe and direct route. But oddly enough, you've been specifically instructed to use Mesker's Ferry, which operates on the eastern shore of the lake. The client report indicates that ferry passage has been paid for and that you and your cargo are to be expected. However, you will have to pick it up from the warehouse that has been indicated uh, in, the, in the drawing and address that you've been given. So ready to set out. Uh, you begin your journey through the city. It doesn't take you too long at all until you have arrived at the indicated warehouse and find that there are only two workers on site, one of whom is a burly dwarf woman with broad shoulders and huge gold stud in the side of her nose. The other is a halfling man wearing a grave expression who is clearly feeling a little jittery. The warehouse is mostly empty, except for some tools and workbenches, uh, as well as a large crane and pulley system. But there is a large wooden crate as well as a wagon. The halfling leads you over to it and pats the crate on the side. He says, well, you got a wagon over there and uh, you just help me load this up, huh?
4: I'd be happy to. I'd be glad to help you. That's Excellent. what we're here for.
2: Anybody uh, who wishes uh, can attempt to aid in, in loading up the crate and it just requires an athletics check.
0: Whoopsie, uh, Help.
6: I have a negative one, so I'm going to stay out of this. I'm okay. just going to stand there.
5: <laughs> uh, I got a nothing, but I can attempt to. Uh,
2: anybody else in the room? Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you're unsure of your athletic abilities, 17. noticing the uh, make a perception check real quick. All right. Perception. Seventeen. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. You notice that though you don't, you lack the physical strength. You could attempt to operate the crane and pulley system. Uh, hmm. It would require a little bit of work, but it, it gives you an alternative if you are not as physically capable. Yes, I can attempt to help in that way. Excellent. That requires a craft check to to properly tie up uh, the the crate and 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 get it hooked in, and then to operate the the crane. So instead of athletics, you'll you'll uh, use craft and that will give you an even larger bonus if you are successful. Even if I don't have that either?
1: Oh, my, my boy, my boy, I believe I can help you with that, uh, Rius. Uh, here, let, let yes. us do this together. Uh, yes,
5: okay, excellent. All
2: right, so if you're going to attempt to operate the crane, just go ahead and make a craft check. Anybody who is going to try to physically lift the box can make the athletics check, which I believe Matt Mercer, Neri, has already done. 21 yes. to aid on
0: the physical aspect. Okay. 17 to aid. <clears throat>
2: 17 for Matt Mercenary and then Bartimus, what's that looking like for you
1: well if no one is aiding me then it is a 12
2: a 12 yeah um, you are having a lot of trouble uh, getting the 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 ropes uh, in the proper place to to create the sort of net required to hoist the Uh, the crate which actually turns out to be incredibly heavy this is an incredibly heavy crate however luckily your more robust companions are making quite a good showing of it and between the two of them and the dwarfs help they're able to get the uh the the crate into the wagon without too much trouble
1: Oh, good show, good show. You see, the last time I operated one of these mechanisms, the wind was not nearly as, as difficult to navigate right now. I believe that got caught in the uh, flingermadeur right there and oh, yes, uh, and yes. just sort
5: of twisted it around. The, flinger, the flingermadeur. Yeah, I yes. hate it. I hate, it hate it when that happens. hate it when that happens. Terrible.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Oopsie's just under ex- this thing, trying to me? carry it as, as best he can to help. Sure. Uh, Matt mercenary uh, mm-hmm. uh, every time he gets at this halfling uh he, he tries to like slip his hood back a little bit and show his his second hood that's got a little bit of of dyed kind of sheep's wool on there uh <laughs> representing some hair very similar to a halfling's hair
4: double hoods
0: uh make a perception check for me oopsie <clears throat> Nah. Nah? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that's good. I think my
2: eyes are closed. Got it. <laughs> well, you're raining. straining. You're straining a lot because, again, this is an incredibly heavy crate. It, it does definitely <clears throat> take all of Matt, Mercenary, and Oopsie's strength to get this thing going. Um, luckily, you rolled successes and not failures. Could I, uh, could I cast but, so Guidance down? Good uh they already succeeded so you don't really need to but you can i will do it afterwards (laughs) make them feel like they did a really great job yes let them know this is how you could have helped
5: (laughs) i realized that Uh,
2: at this point uh as you're preparing to leave the warehouse with your cargo you see the halfling sort of approaches you um and and he's got tears in his eyes and he actually like gives you Matt, Mercenary, and Oopsie. He sort of like gives you each a big hug, which is sort of like off-putting. He just comes up and just grabs you real quick. Uh, and you can see I mean, him wiping away tears from his eyes. He says, just, 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 just take care of her, okay? And at this point, the dwarf kind of puts a comforting hand on his shoulder. And you can see she looks a bit sad as well, though she's definitely keeping herself more composed. And she sort of pulls the halfling back, and she's like, you know, just... The ferry's waiting, and you know, the, the, don't keep the buyer waiting. So you best be off.
4: We'll take good care of her. Don't worry. You
2: can see that uh, the the halflings. Are, yeah, yeah, okay,
0: just you know, be careful on the road. Don't don't jostle too much. While we were lifting it, Jim. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. was
0: there. Did it feel like unbalanced, or did we was anything like rolling around in there or was yeah. it uh, that
2: was it was a little bit unbalanced there was uh it seemed to be well packed like there weren't things banging around okay. inside, but it was incredibly heavy and uh, uh yeah it, it it wasn't it wasn't perfectly balanced like there's yeah <coughs> could
4: i could um, i go up to the could I go up to the crate and inspect it and kind of Sure, sure. Make a smell, uh, smell over there, and see if I could. What what kind of check would you like from me? Sure. Perception. Perception. Yeah. Perception. Where where is it here? Yes, I have no idea. I'm a terrible Matt Mercenary.
6: Top right.
2: Eric Raddick um, is failing his perception check to locate his perception bonus. No, no, I sheet. didn't. I didn't. I didn't because
4: <laughs> I okay. It's a twenty-one. It's a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay.
2: Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like the crate. Um, it looks, in all respects, to be fairly normal. You do remember that again; it was well packed because you didn't hear a lot of shifting. But there was just a little bit of shifting, and you know that there is very likely you would guess one single object in there, but it's incredibly big and heavy.
4: Um, okay. Not and, living. Nothing. Nothing living. Nothing, you no, show. you don't get
2: the. You don't hear like any any other sounds or anything coming from there. Now that it's settled, like, there's no sound of movement at all. Like, it's um, – uh, okay. the, the crate itself is pretty well-constructed, and it looks like uh, it was probably created in this very warehouse recently. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's Great. about it. That's about all that uh, – it is otherwise unmarked, you notice, though. It doesn't have any kind of stamp or, or delivery address on it, like – you, you would it, it is a completely plain box. it is not marked at all which is fairly mm. uncommon for cargo, especially cargo that's going to be traveling on like a ship or something like normally you would have some kind of marker stamp on it. This mm. is completely plain.
0: We, we do know where it's supposed to go.
2: Yes, you are yeah. supposed to deliver it to State Hill Village. Yeah, the only right. thing that seems out of place is the route you're supposed to take because rather than driving the cart across the river over the bridge, that would serve as a perfectly fine route and make this a lot easier, you are expected to travel uh, east along the, the shore of the river or the, not the river, but the, the lake. Um, it's it's you, You're going to go like 10 miles outside of the city out of your way Taking to take a ferry. A
3: ferry which yeah.
2: Nobody would choose to do that. Unless there was some you know, artists are well known for their eccentric natures sometimes in the city, especially those looking to make a name for themselves. So, if this is indeed some kind of uh, almost performance art piece of some kind, perhaps it's you know uh, that that's just part of the experience. But it does
4: seem a bit odd. It's fun though. All right, who, who's who's ready for a ferry ride?
5: I'm. I know I am. Oh, You ready it. for a boat ride? Oh, yes, yes, I love both rides. even if I fall off I'm totally Ill. I'm okay.
1: Oh, you won't fall off, is that They're quite safe? Quite safe. Yes. let let us do it.
0: I'd like yes. to avoid some bridges right now anyway.
5: Does anyone know uh, how to how to properly drive a cart? I can't reach the wheel. I think I, I think I can. I can I can attend this. I
4: suspect uh, that Bartimus is an expert.
1: You well, use, my boy.
5: Uh, I have I have
1: driven a fair share of carts before, and I, if, if no one else would like to take the opportunity, but I do feel that Rius is uh, exploring the possibility of learning that trade skill for himself. Uh, but otherwise, I shall take on the responsibility. Uh, the the wagon is horse
2: drawn, uh, and you would use nature as the appropriate skill to drive it because of it. Oh, that. nope. Pippa can I, do it. Pippa can help.
5: I oh, can nice. help? Oh, yes, I will reach down. I'll grab the reins for her. Here uh, you are. I'm
6: like. Ah. Okay. Would
5: Fine. you? Would you like your pot? So you're sitting in your pot
0: while it's on the bench. Oh,
6: right? I would love to sit in it and gather more nutrients as we go. Uh,
0: is there room on the driver's seat for Pippa and Oopsie? Yeah, in fact, uh, because you're just carrying the one cart, all of you could ride on the wagon if you wanted to. I'll ride, I'll ride up next to Pippa with, uh, with my sling at the ready. Okay.
6: Is Bartimus in the seat too? Uh,
0: or
2: next to us?
6: Because he's riding. Yeah, see. all
2: three of you could fit because you're pretty small, Pippa. So three okay. of you could fit on the bench if you wanted to. Otherwise, you could just ride in the back of the cart with the With the um,
6: With the, with rings? the cargo well don't they need me though i'm the only one with nature
2: i have a little so bit of you, so there's the driver's bench that you that you're sitting on where you're. Yeah, pot yeah. Is. everybody else can actually sit in the bed of the wagon
6: oh got it
2: and basically just there along for the ride okay
4: yeah i like i like walking i walk i walk uh behind the wagon I just follow okay. along it's okay. good exercise sure. sure all right i put my i put my hood my hood back on mm-hmm and hide, hide my face.
2: <laughs> you all begin making your way with Peepa uh, driving this wagon. people why don't you go ahead and give me a nature check as, okay. you, as you're driving.
6: 18 plus 4.
2: Pretty good. Yeah, you seem to have a, a pretty good handle on the horses. They immediately... Uh, uh, t- the, the one horse takes to your instructions fairly easily uh, and it's a nice, pleasant ride out of the city and the road... Uh, Mesker's Ferry, uh, anybody who has Society can make a Society check. Oh, I do have that one! <laughs> sure.
6: Nope. I've um, got zero. Uh
5: That's gonna be a nine.
2: Nine, okay. Well, Mesker's Ferry, uh, you're at least familiar with the name. It's a fairly well-known uh, way to get across the lake. Like a lot of people will do it. It's actually known more uh, less as a, a cargo and passenger type of vehicle, and more of a more of a leisure type of thing because of the bridge. Because it's just much more efficient to just use the bridge across the lake. Uh, most people who are taking the ferry are either already coming in from the east, or they're sort of tourists who are looking for the experience of the ferry boat across. The, the lake, uh, and then they'll spend the day in Stay Hill Village, and they kind of make a whole thing out of it. Um, it's definitely more of a leisure thing than than a, a useful thing, uh, but uh, nonetheless, it is well known, and you know the way. Uh, so sort of direct, and, and so taking the road east out of the out of the city, uh, you leave it a bit behind um, the area around Cavalusia, around the city proper, is fairly well wooded. Um, The Cavalusian druids actually take great care to uh, keep it as a fairly heavily wooded area. Um, Lumber that is taken from the Sorota Forest is often very very quickly magically replaced so that there is very little depletion of the available uh, uh, tree supply and the ecology is generally kept intact. and uh, it's a fairly nice and pleasant day. And as you are making your way along the road, I would like each of you to make a perception check.
5: Perception check. Mm,
6: dang. An eight.
5: 11. I got Seven. a
4: 13 because I didn't put this up. <laughs> it messed it all. It messed that's, it all that's up. That's
2: what did it. You need
4: to it have messed your it sp- all up. It messed it all up.
2: 13. 13? Great. Bartimus, I didn't catch yours.
1: Uh, James, that was a 21. Oh!
2: Whoa! Wow! Respectable number from a respectable man. Um, it is actually you, Bartimus, who notices first. You note that Matt Mercenary is sort of walking (laughs) alongside the wagon. Uh, And at one point he kind of falls behind just a little bit uh, and he's looking around as if he's just sort of taking in the forest and really enjoying it. And he doesn't seem to be paying too much attention, uh, which turns out to possibly be a fatal mistake as you notice a great shaggy beast that comes lumbering out of the wood straight for the unsuspecting Matt Mercenary. And it gets almost right to him and he hasn't even reacted. So, James.
1: Rota-aver. Yes, you do have I a, get a Do I get a chance to alert Matt Mercenary?
2: Uh, you do. You see him just standing there, unsuspecting as this creature is almost upon him. You do have a moment to shout out if you would like.
1: I said, my, my good lad Matt, uh, look out. There is a creature of some ill revealed coming towards you. But it's too late. It's too late.
4: At this point, you watch as this this creature, this beast, <laughs> is up (laughs) lumbering forward quickly quickly fast (laughs) gets so close it's too late he goes for he goes for that mercenary the back of his legs gets him you see his toothy maw gaping forward he's about to bite him and attack you guys were too late you you didn't save your friend he gets taken down he's down next to the wagon what do you do what do you do now guys
1: jim is there any reason for you to be here so, <laughs> I guess I'm done.
4: Here's what happens. Here's what happens. to here. So, okay. <laughs> as far as you can tell, you know, Matt Mercer Nary is being attacked. But uh, seconds go by, and you don't see blood. You don't see biting. And it almost looks playful in a way. It's almost playful. In the, in the, and you see it. This animal, this animal's wearing some sort of scarf around its neck this red this red scarf it almost looks like a poncho or some sort of and there's some sort of design going kind of a yellowish golden design going going on it it's a different distinct pattern across across this poncho and you see uh matt matt mercenary rolls over and his his hood his hood comes off and you see him laughing now you see him smiling and laughing and he's he's talking to to, it's, it's a bear it's this it's this bear it's a Almost a teen bear, a smaller bear, and everyone's very confused. And uh, Matt stands up and brushes himself off, and he says, "Oh, okay, okay. I understand, McCree, I, I understand. It must, it must be high noon. I get it now." I get it. No. What is
6: going on? He,
4: he slow. You, you watch as he slowly reaches down and pulls out this, this large cigar. <clears throat> it's strange. He pulls out a match lights the cigar, and then gives it to McCree, puts it in McCree's mouth, and the bear starts smoking a cigar. And you are just, you are dumbfounded. You don't understand what's happening. I don't. I am (laughs) (laughs) dumbfounded. No (laughs) one understands what's
1: happening. I am dumbfounded.
4: (laughs) Everyone is indeed
2: dumbfounded as Matt Mercenary begins talking to this bear (laughs) and introduces it as his friend McCree.
4: Everyone, meet my, my very good friend McCree.
6: Oh, you're being serious.
4: I'm being serious. This is this is <laughs> this is real. <laughs> this is real. What did you think I was? Oh, I am back in. Okay. Ryan is okay. over pretending. So okay. we're, we're not pretending. This is my. friend. I thought you were pretending. <laughs> this <is> my... Okay. <laughs> um, does he wave like this? <laughs> he could. He could. I. I say. That, yeah, McCree, introduce yourself. And yeah, he does. He waits. He's got his he's got his stogie in his mouth and he, he has a cigar. He lifts up his paw and he's smoking Animal a cigar. Cruelty. Do you say this to me? What are you?
6: <laughs> no, this is Diana talking. Um,
4: Sorry, so... everyone, this is my very good friend, McCree. Oh, oh Barry. Say hello, McCree. Barry, my Barry. <laughs> oh, I like
5: that.
6: Um, does he want to join us? Because we could use the help.
5: No. Oh. Wait a minute, Bartimus, where is your bear? Did it turn into this bear? Oh my, Matthew, this,
1: where have you been all of my life? We we need to be teaming up, I, I swear, Matthew, if you and your friend, McCree, do not join me for a presentation, I shall be very, very sad. We, we you and I, we could make a killing, my dear boy, a killing, I, I tell you.
4: Sounds interesting, it's an interesting proposition you have there, but.
1: I am afraid that your bear is not alive. Oh, oh, Philip! Well, yeah, well, Philip is uh, alive in some ways and, and not alive in other ways. But as you can see, he is very animated. Philip, and Philip flies out of the pouch and does a little dance. Does he?
4: Does he smoke cigarettes or does he smoke cigars as well?
1: Well, I don't. I have know. extra I've cigars. Never, I've never asked him, Philip. Would oh. you like a cigar? What's that? What's that, my dear boy? Oh, he says he will take two.
4: <laughs> yes, two.
1: Okay. <laughs> so yeah,
4: I give I give Bartimus, I, I hand I have hand Bartimus two of these very fine cigars.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm now my... Philip, you take these into the pouch there and you enjoy them.
5: Interesting. So two completely different bears smoking cigar.
0: O- oopsie! Just kind of. Sits and pouts a little bit. oops he wants a bear.
5: So do I. Yes, I think all of us should probably have be a bear. bear now. Bears for everyone.
1: <laughs> I like that Sarah BC1 BC wants to know, why does Rady sound like fog ho- foghorn leghorn? As if like this was like I just changed somehow. <laughs> this is a character I'm playing, Sarah, this is a game. <laughs> this isn't real life. <laughs> this is real life. Are you sure? This is real life.
3: I think Derek's. doing it. <laughs>
1: this, is <laughs> <real>. <laughs> this is real
4: life. Uh, okay. This is real. This is all real. It is
2: about this time that you come within sight of a sturdy cabin built near the shore of Lake Cavalas. There is a short dock and a very large steamboat tied to it. The boat is named the Cloud Skip, and currently you see, You can even from a distance, you can see uh, the figures of two lizard folk, folk clamoring about on deck. It looks like they are working, and they are likely the ferry's crew. There is a sign above the door to the cabin
1: that says Ticket and t- Tickets and check it What do you do? Uh, now, who has the envelope? Do we have our tickets in in tow?
4: I should have. I go through. I go through. I get the paperwork out, and I start doing the okay. paperwork. And I get. I pull pull out the. I've got it right.
2: Yeah, it looks like uh, your, your passage has already been taken care of, and you just yeah. need to, to find the captain
1: and check in.
4: Everything, everything's paid for. Everything's been handled. Yeah, everything's paid for, Bartimus. We just have to go find the captain and check in.
1: Well, perhaps you and I should take on this responsibility while the other three guard the cart. I feel That's, you and I have much to talk about.
4: And McCree, McCree follows <laughs> me around like kind of like my little, my little puppy dog. He's always, oh. he's always there. He just, he doesn't like the, the, city, the, the city living and the bear scares people.
6: Um, so, can I whisp- whisper and tug on Matt Mercenary's uh, cloak and I just go, just make sure that your dog doesn't pee on me and use me as a bush.
4: He's a bear, thank you. And uh, he won't, he won't. He's, uh, he's pretty well trained. He's pretty well trained. Good. I'll keep that in mind. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know.
0: Uh, Good to know indeed. Oopsie would like to investigate this crate a little bit. Sure. Now that now that left alone while well, the big okay, people are gone, I guess. Okay. People, I would, yep, they're uh, all big. Well, yeah. So, yeah well, so, they go off. He does that. I'll must, I'll walk over and talk to the. Crew. He wants to climb up on the box and like he's standing on the box. Pulls out a pickle. Takes a <laughs> bite. Yeah. Starts tapping on it with his foot trying to listen for things mm-hmm. and like listens back. Sure. It's like make a perception check. 17 Jim 17.
2: You are, you get the sense, um, that the crate is fairly well packed because it doesn't sound very hollow at all. Um, but there's not a whole lot else without, without, without any other means of investigating. There's not a whole lot else you can tell.
0: Uh, I think you'd just be that. trying to lay down and look between the slats until the big. Sure, and it's back. actually one of those crates. It's
2: just like a like a, one of those um, long distance packing crates where everything's the the uh, the sides of it are actually solid. So you would actually have to pry it open oh, if you wanted okay. to open it. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Which you could do. You could always try to pry it open. Nah,
0: not yet. Okay,
2: cool. Uh, well, stop it first. So, I believe that it's just Nat Mercenary and Bartimus going into the cabin
1: itself, yes? Well, and McCree and Philip, you understand. And McCree the and Philip, right.
3: We <laughs> <You don't, laughs> never
1: forget about them. Uh, don't forget uh, about the Meatman BR either because they have followed. So, thank you. The thank, meat you. Oh, thank you. Thank as you. well yeah. as I'm in for life giving Bartimus a reroll. Ah. Re-roll thank you so for much. Bartimus.
2: And Pippa, is there anything in particular you want to be doing or are you just hanging out and waiting?
6: I'm hanging out. I'm watching the front towards the front of the cart, making sure no okay. one comes by.
2: <clears throat> sure. And Rias, is there anything in particular you want to be doing?
5: Yeah, I was, I was going to go over and uh, see if I could uh, chat up with the, uh,
2: the lizard folk that are... Uh, oh, okay. You want to go the the approach room? the, the steamship itself. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, then we will deal with the two people heading into the office itself <clears throat> first. You walk in to the interior of the cabin, and it is very spacious and contains several shelves of tourist knickknacks. Many people travel across Lake Cavalas as a leisure activity since there isn't much commercial need to do so. There is nobody else around except for a human man in a captain's coat and hat standing by an counter. He sees you when you enter, and he says,
4: Harvey, Mester, how are you? I am doing fabulous. Thank you very much. The name's Matt. Matt. Matt Mercenary. And uh, we're here. I take it. We're here with Heroic Endeavors.
2: Yes, I was just about to ask if that's indeed who you are. You're my only customers for today. Uh, Your your patron has bought out the whole ship. You'll be the only one sailing on the lake today.
1: Oh, my, my. How nice! How nice.
2: If you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them, but otherwise we can get your cargo loaded up and we can get out onto the waters. It should be a three-hour journey, approximately, and then you'll be safely docked in Stayhill Village.
4: A three-hour tour. Now, we do have uh, a couple of bears with us. That wouldn't be a problem, would it? Uh, you know,
2: uh can't say I've ever had a bear on my ship, but... Uh, I, I guess that's gonna be okay. Heroes <laughs> always asking for weird things and you always pay a premium for it so I'm not gonna complain too
4: much. I, I, lean, I lean to uh, Bartimus and, uh, did you hear that? He called us heroes.
1: He did, he did. Very smart man, very smart. Now, now good sir, uh, who was it that you said uh, paid for this passage for us? I can't, I'm afraid that I've been asked
0: to keep that a secret. I can't well, tell right. even
1: you. Well, all right, all right, I, I do understand. That is good. That is smart business right there. You are a good man for keeping that a trade secret.
2: Uh, at this point, uh, Rias, you get up to the ship, and you can see that it looks like these two lizard folk are working on the deck of the ship, getting it ready for your journey. Uh, they notice you when you you know step up, to, the, to the, the ship and they, they give you nods, but they're pretty intent on their work. So they don't really like stop to engage with you though. You get the sense that, you know, this is just their job. So uh, you don't get the sense that they're being standoffish or anything. So what do you do?
0: Uh, oh. uh, walk over to them, just
5: quickly strike a conversation. Um, sure. Oh, yes, hello. Hello, my brethren,
2: how are all of you? Uh, one of them stops for a moment he says, Yes, very rare to see lizardfolk
5: passengers. Especially on such a ship as this. Are you the only crew upon this ship today? Today, yes. This one Uh, is a a
2: yellow-scaled lizardfolk who then says, My name is Sesk, and this is Aslin. He points over to a greenish-hued lizardfolk. Oscar Kim, Oslen,
5: Oslen, O S L E N. Very good to meet you. So, and as you said, just the two of you, yeah?
2: Yesterday, a light crew. Usually, four
5: or five more. Why so few? Is it because you don't have that many passengers? Didn't ask
2: but we get paid extra for doing the extra work on our own, so who are we to ask
5: questions? Oh, no disagreements there, my friend. Yes. what, what, What particularly do you do upon the ship? We make sure the engine is fueled
2: and sometimes serve food to the guests. There won't be a lunch today, but I've been instructed that you can have drinks on compliments of the captain today. Oslin makes a great many mean cocktails. Ah,
5: cocktails. Interesting. Oh, good, good. If, If we were to need any help, where would we be able to find you, if any? Oslin will be in... Uh, the,
2: the luncheon room uh, at the bar, and I will take a first shift
5: at the engine, though we will trade off because it's very tiring work. Uh, well, I, well my fellow brethren, would be more than happy to help, if need be. I don't know much about ships. I the to like engine to swim is very dangerous, and the captain doesn't like passengers in the boiler room. Understandable, but we are here with heroic endeavors, here to help any way that we can.
2: Make a diplomacy check, and I'll give you a give you a plus two, because you are a lizard folk. They might see you as kin. Uh, it's going to be a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, at this point, Sesk sort of looks around and says, Maybe if you come down, we can show you the engine, but just
5: make sure the captain doesn't know or we would get in quite a bit of trouble. I would not want that to happen to you, my friends. Keep up your good work, and I might be seeing you later. Excellent, and they go about
2: uh, continuing to prep the the ship for 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 uh, disembarking. Um, they note uh, at this point, actually, they would do uh, it would be their job to sort of load up the cargo. Um, though they have no problem with you accompanying them while they do that, but at this point, that's actually where they would go. They would start making their way off of the ship uh, towards the cargo. Uh, where Oopsie is still sort of eating a pickle on top of the crate um, and they 'll begin just uh, they 'll actually uh, if you unless you particularly want to Pipa, they don 't mind even just driving the wagon up onto the dock and like taking over the whole loading process. You guys after all are technically passenger passengers and not required to participate in this work though if you want to, you are more than welcome to do so because they like Rius.
5: Okay, I would, I would help, for sure. Okay, great.
2: Uh, so you see they actually uh, take the, the crate um, into a hold in the lower deck of the ship, and you note that when you leave the room, uh, there's not a whole lot else in there right now. Like, there's some, like, basic storage stuff that you would guess isn't even cargo. It's just stuff that is normally on the ship. Um, you note that when they leave the cargo room, they lock the door behind them. Uh, Sesk has a single ring of keys um, and he actually doesn't follow you back up onto the deck um, or, or back off of the ship as you guys are getting ready to leave he actually makes us stop uh, there is a, the, the ship's helm there's a, there's a room where the, uh, there's the, the ship's wheel and you know, where, the, where the captain will be steering the ship and he actually takes that ring of keys into that room and hangs it on a hook on the wall before joining the rest of you um at which point you've all reconvened back on the dock uh, and the captain's like well we're ready to get going as soon as you are just say the word and we'll be off are we all ready
5: i'm ready now we have to say the word exactly let's go
4: the the word no points to,
5: to bon
2: Oopsie bon at that, that point and says, he's the one who did it. Let's go. Uh, and he loads up onto the, onto the <laughs> ship. Everybody gets onto the ship. Um, and you begin your journey. The trip across Lake Cabalos, uh, as oh. the captain mentioned, typically takes three hours. The ship is empty, except for you and the crew, giving you pretty much run of the place. There is the observation deck where passengers typically hang out and take in the beautiful view of the lake. There is a dining deck where you can take a meal or have some drinks. Uh, there's the hold, which obviously, Rheus, you've already seen. Uh, and down near the hold is the boiler slash engine room where, you, where uh, one of the, um, the yellow scaled lizard folk goes immediately uh, to take care of that. You do note that on the, the door to the engine room is marked for crew only. Um, but other than that, you pretty much have run of the ship. What do you do? How do you pass the time on your journey? Are we, are we all together? You can be or not. It's up to you. Where do you want to go?
4: I, I wanted to, to talk to everyone and just, just put out, put out some feelers with everyone and, uh, everybody. I, this is, this is one of my first paid jobs with heroic endeavors. This is, this is the first paying job. It seems pretty easy. Is this work always this easy? Well, we just get this crate from-
1: You you see my boy, uh, Matthew, you're asking the very pointed, uh, smart questions. This is why I pegged you from a smart one to begin with. Um, It is interesting to me, and I I look to my compatriots. uh, Do you all find it as interesting as I do that what should be as Matthew has pointed out an easy run is taking us very far out from the city on a path Mm, unnecessary and completely out of the way, it would appear that the cargo we are carrying is either meant to disappear, as are we, or the cargo is so valuable that all of this rigmarole is necessary and we could expect danger due to the veracity of that
5: place. Well, it only seems like there's a few crew members on board.
4: I haven't it really does. thought about it. I, you know, I was just excited to take a boat ride. This is great. We're getting, well, we're getting paid to take take a...
5: Yes, but always be on your guard, math mercenary.
1: That is a first rule to be an adventurer, followed closely by always enjoy a boat ride. So both are mostly <laughs> hand in hand. And I, I, I do encourage you to do both of those things. In the meantime, Claire Guito is going for the real POTUS 98's title. <laughs> and has given five more yeah. subscriptions, Damn. we are getting very close to that 200 goal.
6: Wow, thank you. Wow. Thank uh, you, Clara
1: So I say we should definitely do uh, rule number one of keeping vigilant as Rias has pointed out very, very smartly. And uh, number two, we should also enjoy the boat ride as Matthew has requested.
4: Okay. I don't mind. I don't mind taking first watch if need be, whatever whatever needs to be done.
1: Well, I do think it would be wise. Uh, once again, Matthew, you, you surprised me with the intelligence here, and I don't think I should be surprised because you have time and time again proven yourself, uh, perhaps uh, some sort of rotation of a watch, uh, maybe one on one side of the ship, one on the other, and this way we could, uh, you know, spread out our, our perception, so to speak.
4: I uh, call port side. So you're
2: gonna be out on the observation deck, sort of keeping watch over the waters and seeing if any danger is noticed. Um, what about the rest of you? Oopsie, he's gonna drive a boat. Oopsie's Oops, he's gonna drive. The boat. I just go <laughs> to,
0: to the pilot house to check that out.
2: You go to the pilot house and <laughs> as soon as you try, you basically just grab onto the door and try to open it up, but you find very quickly that it's locked. There is a small porthole uh, that would show you into the room but you're just too short to see up into there. You have to like pull yourself up if you wanted to. Just keep jumping. Just make a make an athletics check. See if you can like climb up onto the door oh, to see goodness. into the room. Uh 21. 21. Uh, yeah, you you manage to. You just sort of haul yourself up, uh, up onto the door. You're actually like standing on like with one foot kind of braced against uh, one side of the door frame and the other foot is sort of uh, precariously balanced on the the door handle, which doesn't move because it's locked, thank goodness. And uh, this shows you into the room. You see that the captain is at the wheel and very faintly you can hear a whistle tune as he steers the ship. Uh, Otherwise, there's like a table with some maps and charts on it. Uh, and some other, like, equipment and things that you don't immediately recognize, uh, but are very likely used for steering and operating this uh, steam contraption as it crosses the water. Just, it doesn't appear to
0: be... There's nobody else in there with him. I just want a pancake face up against this porthole, <laughs> staring okay. in at it. Not <laughs> sure. Uh, and basically, <laughs> like, using my teeth to kind of knock on it and <laughs> <paired> <laughs> by, uh, until the, the captain
2: notices... Uh, he does very quickly, um, and, and, sort of looks back at you, um, and he seems rather confused, um, and just for a moment, uh, you see him, like, pull some levers, uh, and then, uh, he sort of takes his hands off the wheel for a moment, keeps an eye out, and then very quickly marches over to the door, and it looks like he can actually pull open the porthole, uh, and he does, he says, I- uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Mr. Goblin, but... Um, no, no passengers in the pilot house. Uh, uh, this is for the captain only and, the, and crew members only. But uh, why don't you take a, a gander on over at the, the luncheon room? Uh, we don't—we're not serving any food today. But uh, have a drink uh, on on the house on the ship, as it were. <laughs> who, Whoopsie, want to drive the boat? Well, I'm afraid that that just isn't going to happen. Uh, that just cannot happen.
0: How, how big is the porthole?
2: Uh your head would not
0: fit through it. Okay. let go. I, I, okay. right. well, I wanna
3: give
0: a I wanna give a real dejected sigh, drop down, and then uh before I go away, I just put a pickle in the porthole. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Slink off.
3: Aww.
2: You see, as you're slinking off, like the captain's got this pickle in his hand, and he's like, what? oh.' Well, well, thank you. Uh, oh, all right. And then he closes the porthole <laughs> and goes back to his work. Um, Rius, is there anything in particular you want to be doing while you're yeah. on the ship? We've got Matt Mercenary is looking out. Uh, you see, Oopsie at this point is like walking dejectedly away from the from the pilot house door. What are you doing? Um, actually, I think I would try to sneak back into the engine
3: room.
2: Oh, okay. Uh. Make a stealth check if you really want to be sneaky about it. Oh, not if that's soon. your intent. Or if you're just... Uh, do I have stealth? Uh, well, I mean, not, not like super stealthy, but I'm just going to yeah. kind of make my way... Yeah, I have got no stealth anyway. <laughs> That's uh, a nineteen on the die with no skill. Skill. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, I mean the, the captain oh uh, is is busy at his work. You don't see any of the other crew members of you, which you know there's only supposed to be two anyway. Uh, and you manage to get to a door in the underbelly of the ship that is marked as crew members only. And you can actually hear like the thrumming of of, of machinery beyond the door when you uh, put your hand up to it. It's very warm to the touch.
5: Um, I'll I'll take. Is it a metal door? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm just going to take my claw and just tap on it really loud. You tap on it really
2: quick. uh There's a slat in the door that, like, slams aside, and you see these two yellow eyes looking out at you, uh, and then you hear, ah, yes! Uh, and then the door opens before you with a squeal of rusty hinges, uh, and you are looking now into the engine room. You can see um, it's a pretty large room. There is a huge pile of coal um and some tools, like just basically just some shovels, and a big open furnace next to a boiler. Uh you can hear like the roar of the flames and um it's very, very hot in here. And uh Sesk is standing there. He says, Yes, you can look around, but don't touch
5: it's dangerous. Right. I I'm just very curious, thank you. Sure. And will just yeah, I'll just I'll kind of Take it in, walk around a little bit, kind of just look at things. Sure, yeah. Um, uh,
2: again, there, there's not a whole lot else here. I mean, like, there's definitely some machinery in here, but the basics of it is, you know, you you uh, fuel the furnace with the coal. It boils the water. The boiled water lets off steam. Uh, with enough pressure, it starts to turn the wheel that shoots the boat forward. Can um, I?
5: Can, yeah, I uh, can I try shoveling some of that into the? Into uh, the
2: fire. At that point, Sesc is just kind of like shrugs and hands you the shovel. Give me a
5: uh,
2: break. So um he just sort of stands there and sort of passively watches then to make sure that you don't hurt yourself. Um, and then you can see he kind of occasionally like looks over at the door anytime there's a sound to make sure that like nobody comes in and sees, since you're not supposed to be there. But otherwise, yeah, you can shovel coal. It's it's uh not difficult at all. Although, for someone of your uh typical athletic prowess, after about two to three minutes you realize that this guy is down here manning this for three uh well even if they take shifts an hour or more at a time and that that's you get to you realize that magic is more the profession for you yes sweaty lizard <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> <My goodness.
2: laughs> uh peepa where do you want to go during all of this
6: I'd be soaking in the sun as a plant would for her nutrients. (laughs) You are soaking in the
2: sun. So Matt Mercenary is there keeping a lookout while you're soaking in the sun. I'll be near him.
6: Yeah, I'll be near him just for company. And I'd just be just closing my eyes, taking in the sun.
2: Is there anything that you wanted to to do or talk about or are you just hanging out with him?
6: I'm just hanging out unless he wants to strike up a conversation. But I would just be hanging out.
2: Just hanging out. Uh, Bartimus, is there anything in particular that you want to be doing?
1: Well, I would be on the other side of the boat, you see, from, uh, from Matthew, because uh, he is taking that side. I'm going to take the other side. And as it does appear that the other uh, compatriots are not with me, uh, after a little bit, I would uh, send Philip to go find uh, dear Miss uh, Pippa and see if she could join me for a moment.
2: Sure. She is not very far away at all. So, Peepa, after a few moments, you you feel this, like, soft, fuzzy foot, like, <laughs> tapping you on the back of your plant head as oh, you turn creepy. around, and you see that the floating teddy bear is sitting there, like, looking at you with its weird glassy eyes, uh, and it, like, nods back at Bartimaeus.
4: McCree is sniffing at it. <laughs> Comes over and... <laughs> he nothing's wrong with it
2: <laughs> perfectly <laughs> it. normal floating
4: teddy bear perfectly normal floating teddy bear
6: <laughs> i would uh follow behind
2: sure you head over to where bartimus is standing
1: Hi. Hey. oh oh my, my lady peepa uh thank you so much for joining me i, I just had a question to ask and i did not want to abandon my post as i do believe it is important to keep this lookout um do you feel that we are heading in the right direction? It does seem that you are uh, uh, one who might uh, have the best bearing of where we are headed. And uh, does this seem as though we are heading in the right direction?
6: Jim, would I know? I mean, with the nature check, I guess. Uh Make a nature I? check. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna lie. <laughs> um, I rolled a three plus my four, so seven.
2: Um, You're going across the lake.
1: You're moving through the water.
6: <laughs> we are going forward, so that's a good thing, right?
1: Oh, that is a good thing. You do want to be moving forward. Well, uh, all right then. I guess uh, the destination will discover us then.
6: Yeah, I agree. I am so excited to see the adventure. And so I, at
1: this point, I think to myself how wonderful it would be to get some of her spit one time.
6: Jesus, everyone wants
2: <laughs> Everything is always Ugh. weird
1: with Pippa. It's always weird. <laughs> <laughs>
6: okay, sorry, go on.
2: Uh, so you pass uh, about an hour, about a third of your journey, and everybody who's out on lookout, I would like you to go ahead and make a perception check or
1: survival, if you would like. What do I want?
3: Uh,
1: neither is great. So.
6: I Twenty-five, know.
1: Jim.
6: Twenty-five. Whoa. Matt Mercer, I'm On
1: it. I'm watching. Um, you know, this does seem important, so I'm going to use my edge, which uh, gives me the plus one. So. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. Thank you so much for the edge, Sarah. BC one. Sixteen. Thanks, Mom.
2: <laughs> and Peepa, what are we looking at for you? It was
6: 12.
2: 12. So Matt Mercenary and Bartimus. Um, you don't notice it at first, because it's it's quite subtle, but it becomes quite apparent to you that the ship is starting to drift. Um, it is not, it is no longer uh, uh, on the same course. And the problem is that it's not just drifting, it seems to be um, drifting sort of at random, like it's still moving forward. It's driven by the the, the steam power, but but it's it's not going north. Uh, Matt Mercenary, you especially, as as you notice that the ship is drifting, um, you especially realize that like like you're no longer going in the correct direction um, at all. Like it's it's
4: McCree. McCree, I think something's, something's wrong. wrong. Something is wrong. Something, something is, is, is afoot. Definitely... Something is amiss. Something is something.
2: Uh, at I this would point, go. And, and oopsie are, are back up on the deck with you when you start noticing all of this.
5: What, what do you mean, Matt?
4: The the ferry is drifting. It's not. We're not headed. We're not on course anymore. It seems. It's. Is the captain at the wheel?
1: I. Uh... We should. I also obviously have noticed and will tell Peepa we should go join Matt and the others because I, yes. I, you said the ship's not too big, so I, I would guess I could probably see them gathering up over there. So
2: Yeah, I mean, you guys, I, I, uh, if I was wrong, I, I apologize, but I assumed you guys were actually, uh, you, uh, Peepa, and Matt Mercenary were all on the deck. You were just on different sides of it sort of keeping a lookout. That's No, I that's, correct. I to be. Yeah, that's okay, correct. Yeah, that's okay. correct. So, yeah, you definitely, like, even as he's saying this, like, you can hear him saying this. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, my dear boy, Matt, you, you are correct. There is uh, something afoot here, so to speak.
4: We should uh, go. I, I say we go investigate and check on the captain and see see what's happening or find the crew.
1: It's um, locked. locked. A mighty wise decision. What's that, oopsie? It's locked. It's locked. No, no way in. No way. Hmm. Well, perhaps we'll just have to knock I, forcefully. Maybe people get in.
0: Um, yeah, maybe what's people wrong? get in. And hey, how, a it's uh, a <laughs> pizza.
6: If it's locked, how am I going to get in? Uh,
1: I believe subterfuge is the word we are looking for.
4: Well, I'm, oh. I'm sure we. Is there a way to look in, into, the, into the wheelhouse and oh, see if yeah, the captain's yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, from where you are, you can actually. So, like, because normally they, like, there's a lot of windows in the pilot house, the captain can look out. And you look up, and it does not look like there's anybody there.
4: Oh, we I I beeline. I I start going McCree, let's and he follows and Away.
2: you get up to just outside the yeah. pilot house and you can see that the door is actually open just a little bit. Hmm. What do you do?
1: Well we Looking down at the floor,
2: you see that the the door handle is actually lying on the ground.
0: Uh oh. Oopsie, did you do this? Oopsie. No. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, at, at this point, I want to push in and grab grab the wheel now. Take the opportunity to drive. Oh, you the wheel. go straight in? Just I just push in and grab. Someone's got to drive the boat. He's got. He, hey, he wanted to drive that. <laughs> oh yeah, he's going to drive that. He's drive boat.
4: I I whip. I I am now. I'm I'm very nervous about what's happening. So I whip. I whip my cloak aside and pull out my giant heavy crossbow. Okay and I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded and ready. All right, uh, um, is anybody whatever. else
2: doing anything? Or you just, because I know um, Oopsie's going in there. Is anybody else going with him? Or is anybody I else doing
6: anything? sense magic in the uh, room?
2: Sure, you begin casting a spell to try to detect, detect magic. magic. You don't detect yes. any magic. Uh, okay. You don't detect any magic. And Oopsie pushes open the door. And okay. as he does, you all notice that there is something that was sort of balanced on the the door itself since it was propped open just a little bit. And when he shoves open the door, it falls and crashes to the ground. And a yellowish sizzling liquid goes uh, splashing everywhere from the the shattered jar that has fallen onto the ground. And everybody who's standing there needs to make a reflex save.
3: Not
2: everyone, Ooh, girl, Yeah, that would be all of y'alls. <laughs> Oops. Y'alls. Reflex save? Yeah. Yep, reflex save. Um, 19. Uh, I didn't even think that
6: Peepa okay.
2: has
6: 19. 19 mm. is a
2: pass, so you're gonna take 26. half damage, Peepa. Okay.
6: 26. Uh,
2: 26, 26 is a critical success. You managed to throw yes. your cloak up and dodge completely out of the way. Yes. What's an 11
0: get me? And That's a, a failure. <laughs>
4: Does, 13, does, Sarius, and oopsie fail. McC- McCree, McCree has, to, has to make a save, no? Yes? Yeah, McCree also would make a save. Good, uh, 20,
2: 20, dirty. Dirty 20 is a pass, so he gets a little bit splashed onto his fur, but he's okay. Uh,
1: otherwise okay. Uh, and then Bartimus? Well, old Bartimus, you see, is gonna use his re-roll. Ah. Uh, awarded to him by in for life.
2: I mean, look, if you're gonna do that, I might as well sink it.
1: Oh! that doesn't seem necessary necessary, young young jim Uh, well uh you made my 19 become an 18 and then i add seven to it so 25 for my sake well
2: you know what i managed to take you from a critical success to a regular success so that's good enough for me so for those of you uh, who had the crit? Matt Mercenary, you take no damage because you had a critical success. Those of you who had a, uh, a regular success take five points of acid damage. Those of you who failed take 10 points of acid damage as this jar shatters on the ground, splashes all over the place, coating some of you uh, quite thickly. But otherwise,
4: 10? the pilot house
2: oh. is empty. Lord! Drive oh, the boat!
5: 10.
4: What, what was that? Oopsie, that was a major oopsie. <laughs> can't talk, driving boat. <laughs> can't uh, talk,
2: driving the boat. Oopsie, you rush up to the wheel. Uh, make a quick perception check
0: for me. Also, I'm well aware I probably can't see out of the window. That is correct. <laughs> you are too short. But there
2: are like some stuff. There's some stuff you could stack up to stand on if you wanted to. Perception is a seventeen. Seventeen. You notice that the the wheel. Uh, has been locked and will require oh. some effort to, to manipulate. Somebody has actually like used some kind of mechanism to lock the wheel in place. And as you're looking about, you can see this dark part in the water, and it looks like there's some rocks sticking about it. And you realize that very quickly you are about to hit some rocks in the water, which is not going to go well. I think that we should go ahead and roll initiative for this. So we should uh, do it in rounds, my friends. Go ahead and roll um, perception and get those initiatives to me. Seven. Seven
4: for Ria's. I'm to use
0: That's my edge.
4: Six, 16. I will, or I wanna use my edge as well. So let me get a 17. Thank you, 17
2: Sarah. 17 for old map mercenary. Ugh. 21
6: for Peepa.
1: Ipa's on point. I do wish I had another re-roll.
0: <laughs> Eighteen for Oopsie.
1: Eighteen for old Oopsie. And Bartimus? I don't know. Probably last.
3: <laughs>
2: Probably
1: uh, last. <laughs> where is this initiative Oh, uh, what am I supposed to be using for initiative? Your perception. Oh yeah, no, it's uh it's a turd salad then. Uh that's a five.
2: A
3: five. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you are the last part of us. Yeah.
1: I believe
2: that is a five. So, oopsie yells out, we're gonna crash. Pipa you are first to react. Okay. What do you do? Um, Stepping into the room, you can see a couple of things are mm-hmm. happen, uh, have happened. First, the throttle has been jammed forward and the lever has been snapped. Uh, or not snapped, but it's been like jammed in place. Somebody uh-huh. can make an athletics check to try to... Uh, uh, to, to pull it back and reduce the throttle, and hopefully give you guys a better chance of steering out of harm's way. The wheel itself is locked. If you can find some way to bypass that, that would make it a lot easier to uh, pilot this ship. Um, however, there is also, as is common in in uh, Cavalosha, large vehicles like this, um, have a a, uh, mechanism in the ship, a magical mechanism that Uh the pilot can attune with. And so you could use an Arcana check to try to attune with the ship, which would also make it a lot easier to steer. Or Uh. you can just make a straight up check to try to steer the ship, but it looks like Oopsie's taken over that. um, And it will require a Dexterity or a Sailing Lore check to straight up pilot pilot the ship. So you can basically try to make it easier to pilot, or you could try yourself to pilot it. What do you wanna do?
6: Okay, well, if Oopsie is trying to pilot it. I can't do the lever because I have got a negative one. So I'm gonna try in the Arcana, use the Arcana. Okay.
2: So there is this this weird crystalline bubble mm-hmm. uh, near the near the wheel that you go up to. And you know that if you can attune with the ship, you can actually uh, sort of feel the ship almost as if you were a part of it. And then you can help Oopsie steer and avoid the dangers in the water. So you... you Grab this this crystalline sphere and you begin concentrating and reaching into it with your mind. Go ahead and okay. make that arcana check to see if you can attune with the ship properly.
6: Okay, I do have, I don't have points in arcana, but I'm gonna roll for that's it. It's okay, gonna... you don't
2: have to be trained, you can still try.
6: Okay, I'm gonna use my edge. All right. Oh crap. Okay, that's a, it's a, I rolled a four plus a one is five. No. <laughs>
2: It's not yet. Yeah, you're trying. trying. You, can keep, like...
6: ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you can keep trying
2: in future rounds, but for right yes. now, yeah, you're just kind of okay. like sitting there, like, ooh, this is pretty, and <laughs> you, you can't quite get it to work. Yeah. Uh, after Peepa's turn, it is Oopsie's turn. Uh, since you are steering the ship, um, so basically you can do any of the things that I described for Oopsie. You can just make a straight up check to try to steer the ship, which would be very difficult without first taking care of some of the other problems. Uh, so you can try to unlock the wheel. That would be a thievery check to repair it. Um, or you can try an athletics check to try to, to just like yank the throttle back where it's been broken. Uh, or you yourself could try to attune with the ship with an Arcana check. What do you want to try?
0: You said it's a thievery to undo the thing?
2: Thievery to unlock it, yeah. Or or a sorry, or a crafting check, because you can you can try to repair the mechanism.
0: I get yeah, he'd he'd try to undo the mechanism. Okay. With with his He's got some points. He's he's not trained, but he's got some points. Let's see.
2: It's only a ten, Jim only a 10 try as you might uh this thing to, seems to be pretty jammed up and you are unsuccessful uh after oopsie uh matt mercenary you can see that oopsie uh, and and people are running around like calling out various problems that are are clearly like setting you on a collision course
4: what do you do i i run up and try to to unlock the wheel i try to see what i can do sure I sure that is a craft and... check or thievery whichever one is better for you Got it, thievery, thievery. Oh, it's out of the, out of the, out of the tray. Ooh, that might be good. 19. 19
2: is a success. Uh, You managed to, you managed to repair the mechanism that, that, that uh, hooks to the wheel so that you can now steer it much more easily. That will reduce the DC required to steer the ship. There are still more things that you guys can do to make it easier, but anybody Mm -hmm. can try at any point if they so desire. Uh, Rius, yeah. you see uh, first Peepa's frustrated, then uh, Oopsie's frustrated, but then Matt Mercenary comes in, saves the day a little bit. Uh, you know that there's, so what do you wanna do? Um, I would, I would, uh, uh, best thing I could I could think of right now would be walk over and try to help a team with the ship. Okay, so go ahead and, and make uh, an arcana, arcana check as you, as uh, you sort edge. of reach past Oopsie. Sweet, uh, with an edge that gives me a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is a success. You can now sort of like almost, when you close your eyes, it's almost like you can you no, can fine. sense the things near the ship and you sense yeah. this sandbar, this rocky sandbar that's coming up and you know that you're definitely Woo! gonna want to steer away from it, but you can also feel the currents of the water and you know that with some, you can actually help direct the ship, reducing the DC by yet further to steer the ship. Well, Artemis, I was able to attune because I did some hard work in the engine room. That's right. It actually, that helped you out. Uh Bartimus, it is up to you Uh-oh. now. Yeah. Uh what do you want to do? Do you want to there's there's still the uh the um the throttle lever, which you could try to to pull back on, though you know that would require quite a bit of strength, or you could just try to steer the ship. It does look like it would be possible with a dexter a flat dexterity check or a uh, sailing lure if you happen to have that.
1: Yeah, sure. I will uh I will try to uh, help Oopsie steer that ship. Helping Oopsie, uh,
2: so that will be… Sorry, was that… Were you going to try to reduce the throttle to help, or were you trying to just steer the ship?
1: Uh, I thought you said that was dexterity to assist with steering. Right, so one… So,
2: so basically just one person would make the check, because really only, like, only one person can manipulate the… Vehicle. You can try it, there's no necessarily consequence for failure so you can just try it and then on oopsie's turn he can also try it but he would be making his own separate check
1: yeah all right that's uh, i'm confused but here we go uh dexterity you said yep well it's probably not great. uh how's a 13 sit with you 13
2: is not quite it. You note that mm. because the ship is still moving so quickly, it's a little difficult to actually uh, uh, change course with the with the, the large ship moving that quickly. And uh, the ship gets significantly closer to danger. Oh. You know that if you can't steer it off course by the end of this round, it is going to crash. But it is now Peepa's turn.
6: I try Peepa. again. I try again.
2: I concentrate. Well, the attunement, the uh, Rius is already attuned just with, kidding. The, with the ship, so. <laughs> what can I do uh, next? <laughs> so you can either try to haul back the throttle and slow the ship down, or you can just try to grab the wheel, because Bartimus looks like he's struggling with it. You can just grab the wheel and try it on your own. What okay, do you do? let
6: me try the wheel. Let me try the wheel. Oh, okay. What it do is I It's dexter- to
2: that? It's just, just oh. dexterity.
6: Uh, I'm gonna use, so I saw earlier that I got a re-roll from Natasha. Thank you so much, did you? Duchess of Ginos. I did,
3: <laughs> it was a chat. Uh, I'm
6: gonna use it because that was an awful roll. Okay, better, 17 plus two, 19.
2: You. 19. As, uh, Bartimus, as you're struggling to get the ship uh, moved in the correct direction to get it out of danger, Peepa sort of like <laughs> pops up from between your arms and grabs the wheel <laughs> in her vines and just starts <laughs> spinning it wildly. Yes. And all of a sudden the ship veers off course, uh, skirting past the rocks just before you crash, uh, which would have clearly been a disaster for oh. you and the ship, but luckily, Pipo was able to avert das- disaster. Okay. You are, You are maybe not back on course, <clears throat> but you're at least not headed for disaster. But the she captain
4: nowhere to be seen. What do you do? Do you do you think the cargo is missing now? Have we been ambushed? Oh, have we, we been sh- bamboozled?
6: We should run down real quick and go look. Let's go.
3: Uh,
2: As you are standing there debating this, um, Sesk, <laughs> the yellow scaled uh, uh, lizard folk whom Rias, you were just recently with. Like rushes back up onto into the pilot's house, and he's looking around. and He's like, "What happened? I everything was what?" Uh, uh. You can tell that he's like shaken up, and he's looking around. And he sees you all standing there. He sees the door has been broken. He knows he's like, "We're off course, and I, I felt the ship uh, all, uh suddenly change course, and what what's what's happening? Where's the captain?"
1: From well, my missing. dear,
6: my dear boy, that he is missing. I uh, saved us from hitting a bunch of rocks.
2: Thank you. Yes. Um. I I, I need you. Uh, Oslin was taking his shift in the in the furnace room. Would you Would you please go check on him? We have to make sure that the sudden changes in
5: momentum didn't cause any problems for him. Oh yes, yes, I know it it's unlocked, yes. I don't it yes, should be.
2: I don't know. I have I will stay here. I know how to dry or, or to direct the ship. I will make sure we are not in any danger.
4: Jim, I don't believe him. Okay. I, I don't believe him.
2: If you don't believe him, it will be a perception check to try to uh sense his motive.
4: Uh that's a big one.
2: Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh you don't get the sense that he's lying to you. he seems really shaken up and he's certainly like scared and nervous he's looking around he's like he, he seems very disoriented uh, don't
4: i think believe he's him. lying i think i believe him <laughs> i think i believe him jim i believe him i believe every word okay i believe every word that he told me sure
1: um well perhaps on the way down we could check on the cargo sure uh, Rias,
2: you happen to yeah. know that the cargo is fairly close to the ship's furnace, so... But the cargo
5: place is though, locked, though, right?
2: Uh, yes, you remember it being locked.
5: Yes. Uh, yeah, so as we're traveling down, uh, I would tell everybody, yes, we can't just go in there because the cargo bay is locked up. There is another room that we're going to have to inspect. Oh.
4: Can we Can we knock?
5: Uh, why? Isn't the other? Isn't the other? Uh, wouldn't the other lizard folk be in here? No, he would. He's down in the engine room. Ah, it's in a completely different place. So uh, yeah, I, I would lead. I would lead them downstairs because I. I, I think I
2: could okay. recollect sure. fairly easily how to get. Uh, is is everybody going with Rius into the
0: engine room, or is anybody else trying to check out anything else? Or yeah, uh, Oopsie would give a lingering, kind of wistful look at the ship's wheel yeah. before leaving the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, while they go to the engine room, I go inspect the cargo door.
2: Sure. Um, when you are like looking back at the wheel and you sort of hesitate, um, and Cesc sees you and he says, uh, "If if you want to stay and help, you can. I, I know how to just steer the ship, Ooh, but a I one. am not very accomplished." <laughs>
6: Sorry, Jim, your mic went off funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got to fix your microphone.
5: Holy cow. Ominous. Whoopsie uh, do it. Whoopsie fix. I help. Sure. <laughs> uh,
2: so you can stay back with Sesk if you would like and help to steer the ship. Uh, we will first deal with the people rushing down below decks. You head down the stairs. Uh, and on the way, you would actually have to pass by the cargo door oh, on your way to the engine room. I mean, it looks closed. You guys can stop and inspect it if you want, or you can just yes. charge on ahead. Quick so inspection. Stop it, I mean, uh, you know, trying to open it real quick, it, it seems locked.
4: Um, you don't get the sense. It seems locked, guys. I rattle yeah. I rattle the door handle.
5: Rattle it. I would point as we're moving, just be like, oh, yes, right across the way to the, the room where I, I noticed that he had taken the key. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, Matthew, um, the keys are actually in there.
2: You see, the uh, engine room is ahead. When you, uh, sorry, I did, were you going and doing anything else with that? Sorry, I, I like cut out for a second.
5: No, I, th- I think I was just pointing pointing out the fact that the the
2: keys, if they want to check out the cargo, it's there. But I I think I w- Rias would be moving to the engine but room. But you remember that Cesc had stopped to put the keys in the uh, in the pilot house, so the keys should be should have been up in the pilot house. Ooh. Oh, they're in the pilot house. Oh,
5: I was yeah. thinking it was another room that was still downstairs. Okay.
2: Wah, wah. Nope, but that's where they would be. <laughs> However, charging ahead you get into the furnace room. It is very stuffy. You can see that everything here has been sort of tossed about because of the, when, 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 uh, when um, Pippa threw the wheel, everything in here sort of just Aww. got suddenly shifted. Uh, there's a whole bunch of tools and coal that have, have been scattered everywhere. But what you see in the orange glow of the furnace, there is a vaguely humanoid shape lying Aww. on the floor and you can't quite make it out and it's unmoving
3: what
2: do you do um even from this distance you can sort of see like the clawed end of a foot i see this yes
4: can i can i rush forward can i rush forward and make yes. a make a medicine yes. check i you rush, rush forward. up and what do i see you rush up the, yep. yep i inspect the body jim i i look sure. i see what 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 is this a humanoid figure what is it what is this entity this mysterious entity lying on the floor
2: you get close enough you can see that it is indeed a mangled corpse. Its scaly oh. head has been twisted at an unnatural oh. angle, but that is really not the worst thing that you notice. The worst thing that you notice is that you just spoke to this lizardfolk crew member not five minutes ago in the pilot house because you are looking down at the yellow-scaled body oh. of sesk As if to punctuate this horrific revelation, there is a terrible clang as the door to the furnace, the furnace room slams shut and a gout of flames erupts from the furnace itself. As a bright red creature with an impish face and wings made of flame rushes out to attack, I need everybody oh my goodness. to roll uh, initiative. Uh, oh, but
0: I do, we, do, do we have Oopsie? Oopsie, you're not down there with us, are you? No, I'm stuck in the oopsie, no, no, creature. Oopsie,
2: I would like you also to roll initiative.
1: Oh, man. Jim, I would like this creature to speak first because I feel like this is gibbets. Uh, That's gonna be a 10 for me, Jim Jim. 10 for you. 19.
6: I did one better. 20.
0: Nice. 20 for people. I did one better. Twenty-one. Whoa! Twenty-one. I did the same as him. (laughs) Twenty-one. Whoa!
1: (laughs) Daniel Lands gave four subs. We are now thirty-seven subs. Woo!
4: Thank you so so much, Dan. Crazy.
6: That's awesome. So awesome. Okay. Okay.
2: And. Need to check down
5: one more thing. Yeah, no, you, no, you, you don't need to check down. Dead lizard folk me, man. Two weeks in a row, I got dead lizard folk everywhere.
3: Dead
2: lizard yeah, I folk. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
5: dead everywhere.
3: Lizard
2: folk. Hey, lizard folk.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I have to be careful. Definitely.
3: Uh,
2: yeah. You should be anyway. Just as a point of order. <laughs> All right. So we're actually gonna start the top of the round. Taking a look over in the pilot house with
3: Oopsie. Oopsie,
2: uh your friends left and says, "said you know, come here, I'll show you how to steer the ship and how to operate this so that you can help me out. And you get up to the wheel and finally, you're like he stacks up like uh, a couple of nearby crates so you can look up over the wheel. You're looking out at the water and finally, finally, you've done it. You are the captain now.
3: Yes.
2: (laughs) And then like, then you get this prickly feeling at the back of your neck when you realize that Sesk is standing awfully close to you. And it makes you feel, you just get this this sense in your gut like something isn't quite right. And you look back and you see suddenly as Sesk's entire form just sort of melts away and he snarls, and this weird, almost formless humanoid suddenly comes down at the back of your head with a club-like hand. Oh. And this is going to be uh, your flat-footed oh, as this creature suddenly drops its disguise oh. and attacks you. Oopsie! Uh, and that is going to be a total of 24. When you're flat-footed, basically, it's just your armor class goes down by two.
0: That, oh, thank God, it's only two. <laughs> uh, that puts me at effective 16, so yes. Effective 16, so a hit,
2: but not a critical hit as you just get clubbed in the back of the head. You take, because you looked back just in time and you. So it's sort of a glancing blow, it still stings and it still hurts, but you take seven points of damage. Oh. And then this creature rears back and tries to attack you again. You are no longer flat-footed because you've seen it. So this is against just your regular old AC as it tries to slash you again. Uh, And that is going to be a clear miss. This time you sort of almost like stumble off of the crate that is holding you up. And as this creature lashes out a second time and it just whiffs right over your head, you realize that you are in terrible danger. And now we go to your turn, oopsie. It is your reaction. What are you doing? Well, I also
0: realized that I didn't heal after that failed acid vial attack. Ooh. Uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna as a uh Swift? No.
2: It would just be it's, a single action. Yeah, probably. single action,
0: I'm gonna lay on hands okay. of myself. Sure take D six hit point. Or I mean no, it's just straight six. Yeah, it's just straight up. Yeah. Oh I'm gonna take that back.
2: So you uh, get second in the action. back of the head, but most of that gets taken away by your own healing, inner healing
0: power. Uh, drawing a shield and a sword, two actions or one? Uh, I think typically it would be two actions. For each item that you
2: draw, you would have to uh, take an okay. action.
0: Well, then, forget that noise. One action. I'm going to draw my glaive. Yeah, get the glaive out. Uh, and then, third action Gorkin with it. Gorkin Gork- Gork- with it. Gorkin. Gork him like you okay. do. I'm gonna use my green goblin die. Gorking with it.
2: All right. Yeah.
0: Oh, you gonna miss, Jim. Oh. Six might even be critically missed. No. Uh, yeah,
2: six would be a critical miss. Oh, uh, no. Lucky for you, there's no real uh, no. additional consequence to that. You're just so thrown off by all of this, so suddenly shocked to see that things have turned so badly against you uh, that you just whiff completely and that takes us to Bartimus's turn. Bartimus, there is this weird, flappy, fiery little demon thing. Um, what do you do?
1: Uh, oh, oh my, this, this is more than I, I, I have bargained for. Um, I, I am cr- crippled and frozen in fear, and I simply step back and await uh, something to happen. <laughs> okay so you wait
3: <laughs>
2: you wait for something else to happen pipa uh, are you going uh, to be that something else that happens
6: <laughs> um uh, i'm going to uh uh oh geez um okay uh, i'm just gonna put up my shield i mean it just I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use Cast my shield. spell shield. Yeah, okay. and just be like, we're ready. Just be like. <gasps> okay,
2: so something else happens, but I'm it's not probably not something, something that's going no. to trigger Bartimus into, into <laughs> action. Uh, Matt Mercenary, trouble has reared its its ugly, fiery head. What do you do?
4: What is what is the distance, Jim? I, I rushed forward. You're um, closest
2: to it because you're basically like knelt down by this body, which is close to the furnace. So this thing is like like basically right up in your face.
4: Got right up in my face. Yeah. Uh three actions, correct? That's correct. Now, three actions. Now with my with with uh, McCree, one of those actions could be to, to direct him to do something.
2: Yeah, so you can take one command action, and when you take a command action, McCree gets two actions.
4: So you, you watch you watch as as Matt Mercenary reaches down and grabs this signal whistle from around his neck. And he blows it oh, a little bit. It sounds like this. <laughs> it makes that sound. And McCree knows that this means to to rush into battle and get into position and be ready. And he's, and McCree's gonna get ready to uh, use, to work together. He's gonna work together with Matt Mercenary. Uh, and so they're setting, they're setting a thing up. So that's, that's my action to give him two actions. Yep. Then, then after that, uh, again, I, I whip open or did I have my, I can't remember now. Did you I have, said
2: earlier that you had your yeah, crossbow, like you got yeah, the crossbow. Yeah, I
4: have the yeah. crossbow were, yeah. ready, at so I already right. have it ready. Oh, great, I I fire, I fire, I take aim. I'm, I'm looking closely at this creature. Yeah. Um, I take aim and I'm firing a shot.
2: Firing a shot. Big old shot
4: on this fiery little demon creature. Yo, what is it? I can't see, okay. I think that's a good that's a good number, uh, fourteen on the die plus seven. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll do it. That is a hit. Now, now on my first on my first attack, uh, I have precision damage. Uh, okay. On the crossbow, so that gives me an extra D8. I find a weak point Woo! on it. Uh, I'm aiming for the heart on this thing. Okay. Um, so it gives and me an extra D8 heart. of damage, right?
2: extra D8 of, One thing that I forgot, sorry, this room is incredibly smoky. You do need to make a DC5 flat check because of the smoke in the room to hit it. So we'll keep your attack roll. Just roll a die and five or higher on the die Seven. Or, or six or higher on the die is uh, a success.
4: Seven? Seven.
2: Seven. Well, barely, but you managed to do it. Barely. Oof. That is a, uh,
1: that is a I, success. I
4: get, I get the shot fired off. So now, yes. now with, with the whole, the whole, uh, the the crossbow is fired. Um, I'm aiming for a vital organ. Okay. So I get I get my D10 plus my D8, and now with with my 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 working together with McCree, um, when I create an opening, he slashes at this thing for another D8 of damage.
2: Just out of curiosity, because I know a lot of things do require with the with the rangers. Do any of those things require you to have the hunt prey active yet?
6: Ooh, I have, Samira has that.
2: Because hunt prey is tied to a lot of ranger, like feats and abilities.
4: I don't think the work together is for hunt prey. The work
2: together wouldn't, but I'm talking about that precision thing. I don't know what it is that you did, so.
4: So I, it's the hunter's edge. It's precision. You have trained to aim for your prey's weak points. The first time you hit a hunted, owl, oh, no, you have to, you have to yeah, use you the, have to you have to use first. the hunt prey action. So that won't oh, work yeah, on I this one. It. So but it is a hit still. I messed up and I should have hunted prey. That's and okay.
6: then. Done it. Reference. Diana yeah, it knows
4: that feeling. Noted. Yeah, <laughs> I've noted. done it. I've done it. It's okay. But I still get a, an extra D8 for, for the bear, yes? Yeah. Now the bear can still attack, yeah. Okay. So 12 points of damage. Okay. Oh. Wow. Wow,
2: that's a significant amount of damage. Whew. This thing is just like ah, ah, ah. you see like <laughs> weird little like fiery drips of ooze coming out of it, sizzling against the the floor. And uh, after your turn, it is it gets to go, and it is absolutely just like freaking out Can now.
4: I, I but I still have one more action. Can I start because I messed up and didn't do my thing right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you would still have the third action
4: still. So I reach, I reach down uh, and pull out a bolt, can I start reloading? How many actions, reload is uh It should tell you on
2: there. It says, it'll it say like reload and then a number after it.
4: So yeah. many sheets of paper. Or loading,
2: loading plus a number.
4: Well, I'll look it up, I'll look it up in the book. I'm just reloading, I'm gonna attempt to start reloading. Okay, uh, it's a reload two.
3: Okay,
2: so Reload you have to have okay. two actions to do it. I don't think you can split up actions between turns, so I don't think you can, like, start reloading and then finish reloading next turn. I'm just not... I'm not 100% certain. Okay. You could be able to, but I'm not sure. Um,
1: Let's we'll like just say you can. Make sense. I think like that him. would make sense. He starts
2: it, and then he can finish it at the beginning of next turn. I and mean, that would make sense, for especially for Crossbow. I mean... It's it's one of those things where raw is probably one way, and again, you hmm. might be able to do it. I just I don't
4: know. I'll I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perusing my book here.
2: We'll figure it out. Um, that takes us to this creature's turn, and this creature uh, is just going to breathe a cone of flames onto you. Uh, oh. And I need you to make a basic reflex save, my friend.
6: Hey, um, can I use my counter performance? Because I I can do it. I can do it. I don't uh, think so. No.
2: This is a breath weapon. So.
6: Oh, okay. So it's not. That,
2: a was, a, that was, it was on. Okay.
4: That was on. Uh, good old Matthew, right? Ignore it's me. It's good old Matthew is getting burned. So it's a nineteen. Nineteen.
2: Uh, that is a pass, but you still take half
4: damage. Okay. And that is going
2: to be. Uh three points of fire damage to you, my friend. Okay. I already did the halving for you. Got it. Thank you. Oh. And that was two of its actions. So with its third action, it is just going to try to claw at McCree. Oh. No. Doesn't like that bear. No! Doesn't like that bear at all. It tries to actually bite McCree that is, armor, that is going to be against Armor Class 17.
4: Uh, yeah. So it bites the Kree. Why are you rolling multiple dice, Jim? Why are you rolling multiple dice against my bear?
2: Uh, it only takes two points of damage. Really okay. weak.
4: Okay. Uh, one
2: point of piercing damage from the jaws, and one point of fire damage from this thing's fiery little claw. <laughs> Uh, and that is all it does. There's two actions for the breath weapon, one action for the bite, and after it goes, it is Rias' turn. Um,
5: right, uh, I'm actually just, uh, is gonna stick up two fingers. He's gonna point one finger at, uh, the little creature, and one finger over at Matt Mercenary. I'm gonna cast a bidding ward. Ooh. So, uh, it's up to a minute. I get to ward an ally. Um, Against attacks of, of uh, you ward an ally against the attacks and hostile
2: spells from target enemy. The target ally gains a plus one status bonus to armor class
5: and saving throws against the target creature's attacks, spells, and other effects.
2: Oh, very nice! You get a you get a plus one to your AC against this creature for the next. Oh, community.
4: awesome! Thank you.
5: Um, and then. Uh, is, is there like a, I, I want to see if I can maybe maneuver around because it is kind of smoking here. See if I can maneuver around the pipe, if there's any room to maneuver to try to
2: sneak up on this thing, if there's any chance with it. Uh, Sure, you can eye. you can go ahead and do that. Okay, yeah, so I'll kind of step back into the, into the mist a little bit and try to maneuver my way around the room. Sure, oh, yeah. go ahead and make a stealthy no check. check. No, there, let's see. Uh, it's gonna be 16. 16, okay. Or maybe picture knows where you are. It might not. It might. It might not. You're not sure. Uh, Stealthiness. But after that, we will go to the top of round two, and at the top of round two, we are back in the pilot house with this weird amorphous Ta-da. humanoid that just tries to clobber oopsie again. Oopsie! That is going to be the first attack. Is only armor class thirteen. This thing is thrown off balance. Uh, it kind of expected to take you out in one in one go, but then you reacted too quickly, so it gets thrown off balance. Thirteen is definitely not going to hit. Oopsie! So it comes in for its second attack, and that is going to hit armor class twenty-two. Oh, so yeah. that gets you! But it's not a crit. It just comes in. And bludgeoning damage, once again, that is 10 points of bludgeoning oh, damage. Oh,
0: God! So, just, so I got this straight. I've taken over 20 points of damage, single person, <laughs> versus the four of them have taken two. It's correct. Cool, all right, so I just want to be sure.
4: More than two, more than two.
0: Um, Five. Well, the important two, question is, I'm is right Oopsie now. still on his feet? Yeah, I got two.
2: All right. Well, I have a third attack. I'm going to take it. I'm going I'm to sink it, Jim, with eight sinks. Sink it. You don't have eight sinks. <laughs> Get out of here. I tried. Uh, I did. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> that is only a 14, so that is not going to do it. As it tries to just, it's, it looks like it's just wildly slashing, trying to take you out as quickly as it can. But it misses on two of its attacks. That will take us to your turn. Oopsie. Question, is the pilot
0: house door open? Yes, it is currently open. Okay. Uh, I would move to it. I would move to okay. be on the you outside of it. it. Utilize okay. For one action. My yep. second action, I would like to utilize the reach, if I still can, to hit.
2: Uh, uh, you would have to move outside of the weapon's reach to get outside of the room.
0: Okay. Well, then I will strike first. Okay that 'll do
3: it nat 20 Jim oh! Nice. Oh. nice
0: work that's my that's my hero die you're gonna live there now uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna do that and it's a, it's a deadly so I got to figure out what I'm rolling here oh, nice 2d8 plus 2 plus 1d8 3d8 oh. plus two. That is too many Dang. dice.
1: Nice. Roll that damage.
0: Pretty solid damage. 20 damage. Nope, 22 damage total. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Yikes. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Uh, nice. Then I second action, I will move to be outside of the pilot house. Okay. Third action, I'd like to intimidate and glare it.
2: Uh, okay. Okay. That is an Intimidation check against my Will DC.
0: I just stare it down. I don't like it. I don't know what it is. Um, I can use Demoralize with no penalty when a creature doesn't understand my language. Okay. That's a 13 on the die, uh, plus my Intimidate, right? Yeah. Uh, 17 total. 17
2: total. This thing does not look very shaken. Even though you dealt a, it looks more pissed than enraged, or than than frightened. So, perhaps uh, I should have
0: used that last action to run.
2: Maybe. Let's
0: we'll see. Uh,
2: <laughs> it is Bartimaeus's turn down in the engine house.
1: Oh yes, this this looks uh, terrible. Um, Bartimus, uh, says, uh, "Hang on, uh, dear Matthew." I. I I believe I have something to cure your ailments or or at least turn back the beast. And I pull out a potion bottle and shake it up and you see kind of like sparks take place in it. And then I throw it at the beast. Make an attack roll. Uh, Yeah, I, I will do this. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. Michael Jordan! (laughs) That (laughs) Michael Michael Jordan, I believe, was uh, the one taking place here. All right, so I don't have any idea what I'm doing, um, but we all knew that, so (laughs) let's just double check here. What is this thing that I just threw? There we go, I'm doing 1d6 electricity damage. All right. So oh, did you throw uh, some lightning bottle at it? My D6s were terrible the other day. I'm guessing
4: I'm and getting And that is proven
1: the same thing today as well. Uh, one damage of lightning. This okay, is but on a direct hit, the creature is flat-footed until the start of your next turn. So, that is that's true. that's kind
2: of cool. So he's flat-footed, unfortunately, uh, Matt Mercenary was correct when he said that he's going to take a little bit of splash damage because there is one electricity splash damage that uh, shoots out from the bottle as well. That, so is, Matt that is not true.
1: That is not true. That, that, is, is, not that, true. Is, not, that is not true. I no? have I have something else. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Called something. Uh, it's a thing. Don't worry. Uh, Bomb so, bombs no longer cause splash damage.
3: Oh.
2: Like the bomber feed,
4: Okay. You specialize well,
1: in I specialize in explosions and other violent alchemical reactions.
4: That's excellent. So uh, McCree and I are grateful.
1: Yeah. Oh, it I does hit McCree because I, I hate that bear. <laughs> oh, you can. All- <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know it, doesn't, it doesn't. It does not. It does I not, hate not hit the bear. bear. No, it, the bear is fine. <laughs> Cool. But Matt is damaged by one. No, I'm kidding. Not (laughs) a revenge. Uh
2: did you use your quick alchemy to throw that, or were you just throwing a regular one that you had already made?
1: That was one I had prepared earlier in the day.
2: Okay. So drawing it and firing it are two actions. You still do have one action left if you'd like.
1: Yeah, I would like to try to go open the door.
2: Sure, try to go open the door. So you move over to the door. That'll be a third action. Next round, you can start trying to open it. Uh, and after Bartimus' epic turn of, of electricity, it is Peepa's turn.
6: Okay, you said there was um, coal and, and like debris around? Oh, yeah,
2: lots of stuff around, yeah.
6: All right, I'm going to use my telekinetic projectile, grab a piece of that coal, and launch it.
2: Nice. Now, one thing that I forgot against Bartimus, but I won't forget against you, is you do need a DC-5 flat check to target it.
6: Uh, do I just roll a
2: d20? D20 and you need uh six or higher
1: on the die. He, he didn't forget. He just knows that I would have. Exactly. <laughs> what did you get?
6: Six exactly.
1: Nice, you barely make
2: it.
6: All the right. smoke is hazy <laughs> and dangerous,
2: but you can nice. now target the creature.
6: I rolled a 14 and then I just use my, what do I add to that? I'm sorry. It's
2: just, uh, it should be your spell attack.
6: Oh yeah, my spell. Seven. Seven.
1: Twenty-one. Oh, yeah, that is a that hit. Is <laughs> All
6: right, so let me roll one. Two, three,
2: a piece
1: four, of coal flying at the fire monster. Four,
6: six points. <laughs> Oof,
2: six points, oh, damage. This thing does look pretty beat up.
6: And then yep. can I go again?
2: You have one action left. Two All actions right. to cast a spell, one action left.
6: Oh, two actions <laughs> to cast a spell, one action left. Okay, Uh, oh, what do I do? Um... I can, I'm going to Inspire Courage then, because that's one action. I'll okay. take out my harp, and I'll start playing a song.
2: Uh, okay, you begin like. Inspiring Courage. What does that do for everybody?
6: It's plus one to attacks, uh, damage, and saves. Oh, nice.
2: After Pipa, it is Matt Mercenary's turn. Uh, I saw in the chat that apparently it's GM's discretion, whether you can yes. uh, have I an bring, I, I would say, say that, yeah, for, re- for reloading, yeah, you can basically use your primary, your... your last action, last round, to start reloading, start you can finish with your first action this
4: That's what, yeah. So yeah, thank you. You are kind and, and um, fair and just. Jim is a fair and just GM. Uh, thank you very much. And thank you to uh, STG5217 for, for pointing that out as well. So yes, I, I remember, now now this time, do I need to, to tell Yes, you spell? need to
2: command. You need to command um, your bear every
4: turn. Mm. Not going to do it this time. Um, finishing. I'm finishing reloading my crossbow. Okay. crank it up. I glare down this demon. It has become my prey, Jim. This Are you hunting a- it? <laughs> this is my prey now. I'm hunting it. I'm hunting prey, and I'm firing again. I'm oh, hunting you know prey, key. firing at it, and I got to do that For, five.
6: Add all your bonuses.
4: Very, you. very good roll to that. That was a 16 on the die. That's going to be like, that's an auto hit. 16, seven plus one. Uh, but I need to do the five. Um, that's an eight. <laughs>
2: eight, yeah, you guys are barely passing these, these barely checks. Barely passed that.
4: Oh. So it's a crying shame that McCree is not going to... Uh, do anything here for me, but it's good. It's still good because I get I get the precision. No, I don't get the precision damage now, do I? Or do I no.
6: You have to do hunt prey. Uh don't
4: well eat. if you
3: hunt if
6: you
4: hunt. It's a- on the first Bray, hit. I
2: think so. Yeah, but it's the fir- is it the first hit since you hunted prey? Or the hump first hit prey. in a
4: round? Rules! I think hunt prey stays on.
6: It. It's <laughs> you have to do it once and then it just stays on that. I
4: guess the first time you hit your yeah. hunted prey in a round. Yeah, so yeah, that would doing be right that. now. Yeah. Okay, so it's a good roll. It's 15 points of damage.
2: Uh, and this thing. Plus <clears> one. <throat> just explodes. 16 points of In a shower of, <laughs> of sparks. <laughs> oh, sparks? Oh, yeah. It explodes Whoa. in a shower of sparks. And smoke. Holy cow. <laughs> and anger. Wow. It is dead. Yes. yes. Oh, Burton, is there
4: or... is there a corpse I can I can go and look at?
2: It exploded in a shower of sparks.
3: No.
4: <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough.
2: That does Fair take enough. us to it would be its turn, but it has exploded in a shower of sparks, and that takes us to Ria's turn. You guys are still trapped in this room. I, I, I it, because it, it, we're still at okay. Uh, Matt Mercenary just killed the thing. Yeah, I would go over and try to help. Um, try to help open the door. Okay, so you with, uh, move up Artemis. to the door. Uh, you Moving up to the door is just one action. You still have two actions left. What do you wanna do? Yeah. Uh, I'll try to open it. Okay, sure, yeah. Uh, make an athletics check to try to open the door. Uh, it's just gonna be a straight 13. 13, uh, it, it, it almost budges, but not quite. Um, and that will take us to the top of the next round. And this creature approaches Oopsie, gets up to him, and swings out. What if it was sunk, Jim? Then he would swing out at a negative.
5: (laughs) Take that, you sunker!
2: I have been sunk. Yeah. Will it be enough? Uh, Probably not. With the sink, an even 20. Dirty
0: 20. That does hit. Even if I were to sink you again, it would still hit. Ooh, that is going to be uh, nine points
2: of bludgeoning damage. Oopsie is down, um, down, dying one, and you don't know what
0: happens on this creature's third action. Oh, now, now here, let me before we continue. Yeah, I'm sitting on a mercy. Okay, doesn't that?
4: Well, that would take away five points of damage.
0: No, that wouldn't do it, okay. I take away
2: your level's worth of damage. Oh, one, oh, one point.
0: Hmm, that's low, okay, all right. At level one, it's low, yes. Can it, and it cannot end the condition dying?
2: Not the dying condition, but if you're wounded, when you get back, if okay. you get back up and you're wounded, you can make a check to remove wounded. Got it, thank you. Uh, that takes us to Bartimus' turn. You're at the door. Rias is trying to budge it. He almost gets it to budge a little bit, but can't quite. What do you do?
1: Oh yes, uh, here, Rias. Let me let me help you there, dear lad. And uh, I also will attempt a plus zero athletics check. Sure. <laughs> uh, you have craft
2: as a, as a train skill, right? Uh, that I do, good sir. You do notice that there are a number of tools lying around you know that if you grab a tool, you could uh, use it for leverage and give yourself an additional uh, a plus two bonus
1: hmm.
2: on any a attempt to open the door. Two?
1: Which oh, would be zero plus two, so I would take that.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great, so grabbing a tool would be just one action and then you can use your other action to try to re- wrench the door open. So that would be a seven. <laughs> oh. Seven, not so good. However, the rest of you see that Bartimus may be
1: onto something. Peepa, seeing... it is your turn. Well now hold um, hold on okay. there. Wasn't that yeah. only wasn't that only two actions?
2: Sure. What do you want to do for your third action?
1: I want to try again. Okay. That would be a five. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and
2: now we're on to Peepa's turn. What do you um, want to do, Peepa? Can it open. I?
1: Can I see? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm
6: just gonna try. I see that Bartimus took the the crowbar. I'm gonna climb on top of Bartimus and go onto his arm and see if I can try and help him.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> make a make your own athletics check there.
6: Okay. Uh, thirteen. You need a plus two for Bartimus' tool. So thirteen minus one plus two. One. Yeah, one I have a negative one. Twelve. Twelve.
2: Plus two? Uh, that'd be... Uh, 14? 14. Again, you, you almost hit it. You're so close to getting it budged. Can
3: I
6: try one uh, more time? But it doesn't move. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I rolled a seven.
2: This is not going <laughs> well for you. Uh, you That's all terrible. need to roll higher numbers. <laughs> yeah. It is Matt Mercenary's turn.
4: I, I rush over and... What are you guys doing with this door? Just open the door.
3: We're trying.
4: Uh, can I? What can I do, Jim? Uh, you can make
2: an athletics check to try to wrench open the door. If you would like, you can also stop to grab a tool. Apparently it's getting
4: worse. Sorry, it is getting worse. Something's happening. So I see that they're they're using tools on the door. So I I look around. I find I find a tool. Uh, you you said before I could use thievery.
2: Uh, not for this one. This is Boo. not a thievery check. This okay. is going athletics to try to wrench open the door.
4: Oh, uh, that's fine. I'll do it. Come on, you know. come on. Yes! Oh, that's great. 18 plus three. Yeah. 21.
2: That is a success. Yeah. And the door pops open. Uh, smoke goes rushing out into the hall and heat. Oh. And that takes us to, uh, at this point, we can actually exit initiative order. You have opened the door. You're all standing there. Uh, except we do need to, uh, oopsie, I would like, I do need you to make a uh, flat check.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna edge that.
6: Do you have a reroll?
0: I don't. Sure would like one. Uh, What happens if I critically fail it? Can I give him my reroll, Jim?
2: I I don't believe that you can critically fail it. I don't think that you uh, uh, suffer any additional wounds. Uh, But you do definitely go down to dying, too.
3: Mm.
2: Cool. Uh, Uh, You guys down in the (laughs) furnace,
4: what are you doing? Where is our dear goblin friend? So, yeah, I... I remember. I remember that he stayed behind. I am. I am lining it back. Uh, I ooh, Oopsie's still up in the uh, the wheelhouse, and that creature was not who they said they were, and I trust. I trusted them. And I'm going. Uh, McCree and I are going up. Yeah, I,
2: thought, yeah, I I would have followed too, realizing guys especially that
4: we were deceived.
2: Begin making your way towards oopsie. Um, you get to oopsie. As, he is, as it is time for him to make another dying
0: check. <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put two edges on this one, Jim. Yeah, all right. Just, it's, it's that serious. 17 on the die, so 19. Oh,
3: okay.
0: That
2: is a success. You are at wounded two and stable when your friends arrive you guys arrive, and then down below decks, <clears throat> as you guys are looking down at Oopsie, who is like, who is unconscious, clearly badly, badly hurt. Um, as you're standing there looking down at him, you hear a clatter and commotion down below decks, and like it sounds like clatter, almost like signs of a struggle. Uh, down below, and you hear this crashing and banging and a scream for help, and it sounds like it's coming from the captain.
6: Oh. I'm gonna run over and um, and I'm going to cast soothe on uh, on oopsie, and then um, yes, sorry. What does that do? Uh, it heals the targets Um, let me pull it up. Sorry,
1: While she looks that up, Jim, how many stairwells are there on this boat?
2: Uh, there's, so basically you could go down, uh, two different ways uh, on either side of the, um, I don't know how to, to, it's a, there's two stairwells that go down below decks and then there's some hallways down there.
1: So every time we keep going up and down the one set of stairs, the other bad guys are going up and down the other set of stairs. It's kind of what's happening here. It's what you would presume. Yeah, great. Uh, perhaps we should split up and take both stairwells.
4: All right, that's, uh, that sounds good to me. I uh, load. I'm, I pull out another bolt and I'm loading up my crossbow and I'm ready. Uh, okay. What side? What stairwell do you want to take?
1: I'm going down this one Perfect. over here.
4: Perfect. I take the op- I take the opposite <laughs> stairwell of that one that was over there. So I go to the other one over here.
1: All right. So you guys are both.
2: Pitcher moving down the stairs. Yes. Um, or pincer.
4: Pins. Uh, Pince everyone.
2: Peeper.
6: Okay, so it's a 30-foot range, um, a willing... Living, uh, willing, living creature. He's
2: living. Uh, he's, living. Freddy, oh, okay. he's already dead. So. <laughs> wow! And he's also unwilling. <laughs> he told me before he doesn't want your help, so he's unwilling.
3: <laughs> wait, wait. No.
6: You grace the target's mind, boosting its mental defenses and healing its wounds. The target regains one d10 plus four hit points when you cast the spell, and gains a plus two status bonus to saves against mental effects for the duration.
3: That's uh, ew. Is great.
6: Wow. Here we go. Uh, seven plus four.
2: 11, nice. That's too many hit points.
0: What? Oopsie. <laughs> uh, <gasps> hey, <gasps> that is,
5: are, you, are you okay? It's not, not, not- the uh, uh. No, it's not him. We found him actually dead in the engine room. We must go down, we hear the captain screaming and I'm going to run over to the side uh, that Bartimus was going down.
2: Decide that Bartimus was going down. Uh, okay, so you're with Bartimus. Uh, oopsie and Peepa, where are you going to go?
6: Uh, side of Bartimus. I'll go side down. Um, I make sure that Oopsie's okay. Or Do you need another one? Or are you okay? <laughs> I mean, you need uh, another oopsie one. Prettier. Okay, let me, <clears throat> I'll just, can I cast it again? Can I cast soothe again?
2: I don't know. Gym. Let's find out. Yeah, it's a spell. Gym. Let's Gym. learn together. Yep. Yep. What, what, what? spells do you have?
4: Can I, I can three. I can yes. I as I'm as I'm going on the hunt for this thing, can I start hunting prey as I'm looking for this creature? No, you
2: have to be able to see the target. You have, to, you have to have a target that is that you are okay. hunting.
6: I'll cast it again. I have three first level spells. Here we go. Got eight plus
3: four. Oopsie, feel great! Good! <laughs> Let's
6: go! And then I um, would go down the stairwell that Matt Mercenary went.
2: So Matt Mercenary is with Peepa. Rheus is with
0: Bartimus, Oopsie. Where are you uh, gonna go? i probably follow Peepa because she was the last up here with me.
2: You got uh, down with Peepa.
0: Now can I use the mercy and get rid of the wounded condition? You can. Yeah. I am.
2: Use that mercy.
0: Thank you, Java.
4: No more wounded. Question, question, Jim. Here here in the in the hump prey in the hump prey verbiage. You must be able to see or hear the prey, or you must be tracking the prey during exploration. Sure,
2: I would not call this exploration
3: mode
4: because we're in pretty active danger. Okay, then, then, okay, I have to see or hear it. I got you.
2: Uh, All right. In your pincer move, uh, you both, both crews descend the stairs, get down into the hole below. You're looking around, following the sounds of the struggle. You hear this clattering and shouting and screaming, Um, And finally, both of you are now standing on either side of two men struggling in front of an open closet door. One of them looks up at you, it's the captain. He says, you you gotta help me, this this thing, it's not not real. And you look down and he's on top of The the captain who is looking you? Oh. just no, this, don't listen to it. It's a, it's a, it's a creature wearing my face. It's trying to trick you. You have to help me. What do you do? I want to cast Read Aura. Read Aura. If the okay. object is illusionary, I want to try it. Uh, you detect this only if the effects level is lower than the level of your Read Aura spell.
3: You so it, don't it,
2: okay. detect, I don't think. So, it's, so I wouldn't determine that as an illusion then, okay. Yeah, you don't
0: detect any illusions. Okay. Can I do a perception specifically hunting for the scent of pickles that I gave the captain earlier? You know Ooh. what? I'll allow it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's
2: clever, and I'll allow it. Yeah. If anybody
0: can sniff out a pickle, it's oops. <laughs>
6: It's
0: only a 16. You have edges? Only a sixteen. Oh, I can, I can make it a seventeen.
6: Yeah, yeah.
2: You make it a seventeen. Do it. It's one better. Uh, you get the feel. You know what? It's it's actually not the scent of pickles that you notice, um, because that I mean it's in the air, but it doesn't really give you a sense of which which captain it is. But you do see that the captain that's on top, who's like like got the other one down on the body. He's like holding him by the shoulders and I'm shaking him against the ground. You see he's got, uh, both of them are bl- wounded and bloody, but you spot that the one who's on top, like you know that's exactly where you stabbed with your glaive, that critical hit that drove through it. Like, you know, nice. they're both bloody. They both look wounded, but that nice. is definitely the wound you ah! left. Uh, c- 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 top one, top one. Oopsie, grave did cuts. When you say that, this creature like snarls, uh, and and you can see its face like distort again. And now we need to roll initiative a second time. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my gosh! Twenty. Uh, 20. <laughs> Lord. I feel like bartimus and I are just going last all night.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going last.
2: My die have been cold. I'm a seven. Burr. Seven for Rius. Yeah, that's been not so good for you on the initiatives, Rius. <laughs> oh my god. Four for beat. Oopsie. <laughs> Bartimus, what are you looking at? Six. Oh
6: six my god. Six for Bartimus,
2: but six is not last, surprisingly enough. Uh, Pipa? 22. Ooh, Pipa's been having great initiatives, though. Yeah. You know and Matt rolling, Mercenary.
4: You
1: know he's been rolling hot
2: tonight, Mercenary. Twenty,
4: rolling
1: hot. Twenty tonight.
2: for all, Matt Mercenary. Rolling hot tonight.
4: Everyone needs. Everyone needs to get themselves a screen to roll. <laughs> this, is what's, this is what's doing it here.
2: Peepa, oopsie tells you that the one on top is is this target, and then you see its face like transform momentarily, and its hands like grow into claws, and it like gets ready to pounce, but you are quicker to react than it is. What do you do?
6: Um, okay, so he's transforming into his creature, correct? He's not it looks staying like... the form of the captain.
2: He still mostly looks like the captain, but you can see like, it's obviously charade. Okay, yeah. then
6: I won't cast what I was going to do. <clears throat> then I'm going to, um, I'm just going to start singing Inspire Courage at the moment.
2: Inspiring Courage. How, did, oh, how wait, does that sound? How does that action? song sound? I can actually yeah. do two things. What's it sound yeah.
6: like, I. Bring out my heart, and I go. And now we're going to find something. Okay, I'm inspired. (laughs) Courage is welling up
2: within
4: me.
6: (laughs) I have no idea. Okay, so that
4: one. McCree is like turning its head, like like.
6: Okay, so just know that everyone has a plus one to attack damage and saves. Please remember that. Um, Then um, I'm going to. uh, Actually, do I? Wait a minute. I have to continue that, don't I? I can't really, can I do anything else? Hold on. Like, do I have to concentrate on that?
2: Uh, you maintain it. I think every round is a one action thing, but you can oh, do it other things. Oh, it is a things. one action So every round you can use one action to maintain that.
6: Okay, so then could I use telekinetic projectile again and find something around me and just try? I think you can. Okay, great. I um, think you
2: can just try it.
6: I will look around and find something, and maybe not. Uh, 14.
2: 14 is a miss. Okay. Uh, but it's a valiant effort, and I appreciate it. And now does Matt Mercenary turn? Okay. So,
4: you watch again as as Matt Mercenary reaches reaches for the whistle, and gives gives a signal to uh, McCree.
3: <laughs>
4: gives McCree the signal. He has. He, he uh, takes aim at this creature. This is the prey he was looking for. He, he begins to hunt prey. This is the, this is the creature. Um, then he fires that shot. Fires, fires a big time shot with the heavy crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> Great roll. Uh, I hope. I don't know what this thing's AC is. That's eleven plus eight. That's nineteen plus one because of the the um, singing. Yeah. Uh, that's so, a hit. That's a hit. Awesome. That's a hit. So now with this. Do I get I get my precision damage. So I get.
3: Yep.
4: Awesome. So and then also McC- uh, McCree takes a swipe because I I did it, I did the other thing again to do to set him into position to um, do some. I don't teamwork. like it. Hey, we're working like together it. here. Hey, we're working together here, Jim. I'm using rules. I'm using I regret, all the rules. I, I have... regret giving you a bear. <laughs> <laughs> he smokes cigars. He's a bear How that smokes he cigars. Like... He's, uh, he's a mouse oh, now. <laughs> Oh, let me see. Oh, that's pretty die. good.
3: Oh.
4: I want a dice cam. Uh, so that is. Uh, so I rolled a seven on my d10 and then I rolled two eights max damage on that's the slash. And, uh, so that's 15. <laughs> uh, is that 22? Plus my
6: one. Plus my one.
4: Oh, look, Michael Jordan. Of course he did. Michael Jordan. <laughs>
2: Uh, if you said two plus seven, plus uh, seven, wouldn't that... Uh, yeah, that'd 16 be, plus seven, 23, 24. Oh, 24. Uh, Matt Bakerfield. Matt Bakerfield. <laughs> <laughs> 24, I'll, I'll allow it. You'll allow it this one time. <laughs> uh, yeah, you hit him really hard. Uh, and, oh. like, his flesh is, like, m- like, almost, like, sloughing off and, like, all around as he's, like, mid-transformation and this bolt just crashes into his, his shoulder, and then McCree just slashes him across the back with his claws. He's clearly incredibly painfully wounded. And now it is his turn. And this creature now sort of like in its own form completely. It's this weird like um, uh, grayish, Featureless humanoid, and it like stands up and is like, "No, all, r- all right, all right, hey, hey,
5: okay, I, I surrender. I I. This is not worth my life. You'd let me go. I'll swim away, swim away to shore." Are
4: we out of initiative now? Is that? Is that it's, it's up it's to
2: going? you. That's his turn, and it is really up to Rios how he reacts.
6: Oh, okay.
0: Oh, how I react, huh? Um, well, I, I, I see that he, uh, okay, yeah, he's made me, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to use threatening approach.
5: Um, I stride right up adjacent to him, and basically I get super close, and my thrills go <laughs> right at him, and I'm going to uh, demoralize him.
2: Okay, that is an intimidation check then. Uh, that is going to be uh, ba- 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 ba. that is going to be 17 17 as you you get right up close to I and mean, you try to like scare him um, and he's like and you can see his voice is like still changing as he's morphing and its so just I no need I've already said I surrender I'm no offense but sudden scares are kind of my thing. (laughs) Uh, Which does make it Bartimus' turn. What is this thing, Jim? Uh, That is a question that could be answered with a
1: society check. And if I don't have that, can I still still try to roll? Yeah, you can just try to roll. Oh, wait, wait, I do have it. I I do have it. I lied. I do have it. with an accent like that, me, you, you have to, to. me, I can't allow it.
4: <laughs> but his accent, he has to be, and have society. Uh,
1: I don't get a plus one from Diana, right? That's only for attacks. No, this is for attacks and damage and whatnot. 21.
2: 21. You know, you uh, um, think back uh, to this, the, you, you've seen what this creature can do, and you, you are looking at it now in its true form, and you recognize it as a doppelganger, a creature mm-hmm. well-known or taking the forms of other creatures, uh, often employed as spies, assassins. Um, uh, they are very tricky, uh, very tough, uh, they're, but they typically avoid direct confrontations. It does not at all surprise you to see this doppelganger sort of surrendering when it's outnumbered, out in the open, and uh, doesn't have really any other, any other choices here.
1: Well, uh, you know, you are you are outnumbered here, and it does seem like it would be in your best interest if we allowed you to leave, but I, I think that uh, a tit-for-tat, so to speak. Uh, you, you give us what we need, and perhaps we shall allow you to leave.
2: What is it that you need?
1: Well, information, my dear boy, and a sample of your skin. <laughs>
2: uh... <laughs> he, like, rips the... A crossbow bolt that's in his in his shoulder and like crosses the ground like, I'm sure there's plenty of whatever you want to recover from that
1: <laughs> as far as information what are you looking for well I would start with who hired you
2: I was paid by a nobleman from Cavalosha who told me to come out here and recover something that
1: was taken a large crate I believe. And were you working alone in this?
2: I believe
1: that I'm working alone. Mm. Perception on that one, Jim. See if I believe him. (gasps) That's only a 13.
2: Yeah, you don't think... You don't sense a lie in what he's saying?
1: I say, uh... Uh, where is the other uh, of, of his kind? And I point to Rius. We found the one who you killed. Where is the other one?
2: I believe he's locked himself in the cargo space. I was going to try to convince him to allow me entry when I was caught by the captain before I could.
1: And what was this noble... Was it a noble man or a noble woman who hired you?
0: It was a man.
1: And what was his name? Is, I, he
2: never gave me a name. However, I am quite confident that he is from House Velasque.
1: Well, you know, I do believe that there is a simple uh, option we have here. Why don't you uh, simply change into him so we can see what he looked like?
2: I'm afraid he used illusions to cover his tracks when he met with me. It was only after extensive research on my own. I don't like to do jobs for anonymous clients, so the research I did did at least uncover the source of the coin I was paid.
1: But he did do well to cover his tracks, at least in our face-to-face meeting. And speaking of that coin, how much were you paid? One hundred scales. Well, then I think since you did not do the deed, you owe us 100 scales for the trouble. Sure, I'll meet you back in town. Well, I don't believe you for a moment. I believe you are forgetting how this tit-for-tat works. You provide to us what we require, and we allow you to leave.
2: Well, I didn't carry the money with me on my seafaring journey. I would have well, foolish. Su-
1: then I suppose we need even more information from you, don't you? How long ago were you paid this fee?
2: I met with this man last night. He seemed to be in quite a rush.
1: And where did you meet him? A Tavern in Cavalosha. Is that a place that we know, the Tavern Cavalosha? No,
2: I just don't really, I didn't expect you to ask this many questions, so I have to make up <laughs> a name right now.
1: It's the Red Herring. <laughs> you know, Jim, if you don't want us to play your game, we don't have to play. Your no, game. no, it's fine. I, you
2: just can't, you're just digging deep, and I, did, I didn't know how deep you were going to dig. I thought you'd probably just kill the guy outright.
4: So, hey, you 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 called for for, for diplomacy. I, you're right.
2: <laughs> I'm just what? reacting to changing circumstances.
0: biggest Bing, question. Oopsie has a question. I'm loading yes. my cross. Oh, yes, of course,
3: Oopsie. What,
0: what are you doing? What? What are you doing?
2: I'm negotiating for my continued survival. No, no. Why, why man pay you? He wanted whatever's in the cargo room. He was quite adamant, seemed rather panicky about it. Perhaps
1: something was stolen from him. I don't know.
5: On that note, I would start heading downstairs to the cargo hold.
1: Why do you? Why do you believe that this man was from from House of Alaska? Because the coin he paid
2: me, I traced back. Uh, Some of it was of a curious mint, and when I traced. Uh, I realized that the the nations that he's, uh, the, uh, some of the coin was from soaring. So when I traced back all the merchants who were doing business with soaring, I know that many recent uh, shipments have been made in the name of House Will Ask. I guess I'm really just kind of guessing, but it is the most likely answer and you needed information. So I gave you what I could.
6: Jim, can I use my mercantile lore on that? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, nope. I don't know. That's a seven. No, nope.
1: I too would like to use my mercantile lore. Okay, that is an eighteen.
3: Damn,
2: eighteen. Uh, it semi checks out. Not a whole lot of uh, established noble houses are currently doing business with soaring because after the revolution, uh, it was uh, a rather it was rather tricky for a lot of the. Uh, noble houses, the official government houses, to do business with soaring because it would have been seen as favoritism uh, on one side or other of the political um, upheavals in soaring. So only recently uh, have some houses begin opening up their business to merchant, merchant concerns in soaring. Um, so there are only a few houses that would, that would have a few of the noble houses. A lot of private merchants are doing business, but a lot of the noble houses aren't. Uh, and Velasque, House Velasque is one of them that happens to.
5: We, we, we tie up now? Yeah,
4: I, I think that's a great idea, Oopsie. I think we should tie, yeah, we should tie him up. Let's go, oh, and we should all go take a walk. Let's go, let's go follow, uh, Rias down and see what's happening with, with the cargo.
1: W- wait, t- are, are we tying up and then walking or are we walk in and then tying up?
0: And we tie up, drag behind ship, and go see cargo. Yeah. Wayne goblin' bag, goblin' go to room, think about what new. <laughs> well, Oof. Mr.
1: Doppelganger, I do believe you are going to get tied up now, and then, uh, because you have been cooperative, I will uh, vouch uh, for your surrender uh, with my compatriots.
2: That's for your release for your release
1: excuse me i'm sorry i misspoke for your release that's wonderful i'm glad that you are so civilized about it
4: so we're, we're tying we're tying him up then
1: yeah, yeah we're gonna tie him up and try to double check that he hasn't any weapons on him sure. yeah. uh he does not He uh, he has very
2: little on even even the clothing like when he was in the captain's form it looked like even the clothing was just sort of like shaped flesh that had become the image of the clothing. He really has no things on his person, yes. um, which you are pretty, pretty easily verify. He doesn't resist at all at this point as you tie him up um, and seems to be uh, willing to quietly accept this however it plays out, uh, considering it does seem like he has some chance of coming out of this alive.
1: Um, you- I want to check on the captain. Is he, is he okay? he's wounded but he's out he's okay
2: um uh, he's he's quite happy to to uh, be back on his feet and uh he immediately with your you know that says i you know i've got to go check on make sure uh, get us back on course it's uh it's imperative uh, i'll i'll be back up in the in the pilot house if you need anything i'm going to try to get the door locked but i think this thing burned through that with some I don't know, acid or something. And uh, he rushes back up to the pilot house, leaving you guys alone with the doppelganger.
1: And what should we call you, Mr. Doppelganger?
2: Oh, I don't know that it matters so much what you call me. Let's just go with Big D for now.
1: Okay, Big D.
2: Yes, I quite like the sound of it.
1: All right, Big D. Uh, let's go for a walk, shall we? Did we, Matt Mercenary, was it your intention to tie up his legs as well, or what's the deal? We, we need, I, I think we should tie up as much of him as we
4: can. I don't want him to have any kind of room to maneuver. He needs to be able to
1: walk, though. I, I don't think we should, I'm not carrying him.
3: I was going to say, at least. All
1: right, well, then we will leave him. So he is tied up, Jim, around the arms and probably, I guess, the top of his legs so he can shimmy with the bottom of his legs, I guess. I don't sure, know. Sure,
4: yeah, he's, he's, it's like he's on a chain gang now, and he has to shuffle. Right. So we tie his hands, we tie his arms, and he's shuffling along with us. I like it.
2: Excellent. Tie him up. Um, and, again, he offers no real resistance at this point. And I assume at that point you go over to check on the
1: cargo room. Is that what I yeah. heard earlier? Or? Yeah, I was, I was, I was heading down there. Yeah, I believe Rias has
5: already beat us to that. Go.
2: When you when you get there, um, what
5: do you do? Uh, I would, I would just knock on the. And uh, which one? You said it was a, a Seski that was in there. Oslin. Seska's Aus, dead. Seska's dead. Oslin. I, I would, I would tap. Be like, Oslin, it's me, Rias. It's safe to come out now. We, uh, we caught the other one. I was causing all the commotion.
2: Um, You hear some shuffling around inside the room, um, and then a voice on the other side says, Wait,
5: how do I know that's you? I saw you changing. I don't trust. Oh. Are we over? Yes. Oh, I remember, I came down and I was helping you earlier. You were the only one that knew that I went into the engine room. And you also noticed that I was not very good at it. Make a diplomacy
2: uh, check. Make a diplomacy check.
5: Oh, don't that's going to be 15.
2: 15. We've already established a, a friendship with with Oslin and Sesk and you know your your words, and and you recall that that time, that memory that he would know about, and then after it, it takes a good like minute, you can almost see him like on the other side of the door like thinking, but then finally you hear the clack of the key in the door, and the sharp click of the door opening, and he opens it just a little bit and peers out, sees you standing there, says, "Well, well all right." I believe you, yes. And you see he's got like a huge knot on his head, but he's otherwise okay. He slowly opens the door and allows you to enter. Looks like everything is as you left it. Oslin um, has the the ring of keys that you remember Sesk using earlier. He has it with him and he's, I locked myself
5: in here, hoping that it would keep me and the cargo safe when, when things went bad. i think we're okay now you want to come up with us i think they might be taking care of whatever it was that was attacking all of us.
2: and he agrees yeah he goes with you um he actually seems more relieved once you rejoin the whole group and he can see this creature because it's sort of like he sees everybody else and he sees this creature and it seems to put him more at ease that he can like trust that he didn't make a mistake by opening the door for you um with the captain now steering the ship, Oslin goes down into the the engine room um, to both uh, to to make sure that you guys can actually get through the final hour of your journey, which you do without any other further issues. Um, hmm. And you arrive at the docks of uh, the little dock in Stay Hill Village. Um, there are sort of <coughs> there's a there's a uh, constabulary force that is happy to take uh, Big D off your hands if you're willing um, so D. that you can meet with your, your contact in Stayhill and uh, before too long you are standing before a green-robed halfling wearing feathers, beads and bits of bone woven into jewelry in her hair. She has a wild look about her and a gnarled staff that she the, or the, the gnarled staff that she carries just screams Druid. After brief pleasantries, she touches the side of the crate and the wood begins to warp around her touch. The sides just sort of pry free of their own accord through magic. Once, the, once she's pushed aside the lid and the, the sides have fallen away, you all are now looking uh, at the straw-wrapped statue of a human woman. Her eyes are closed and her, her arms are folded over her chest. You would almost believe that she is just sleeping. The halfling woman sucks in a sharp breath, and her (laughs) eyes are watery as though she might cry. She places a hand over one of the statue's hands and begins to cast a spell. A green glow falls over the statue, limbing it um, like green flames before sinking into the stonework. Before your eyes, gray stone turns the color of pale flesh, and rigid folds of a carved gown become silk. Her eyes fly open as she gasps for air and sits upright. This stone turned to flesh woman grabs the halfling in a tight embrace and kisses her before breaking away and leaping to her feet and turning to you. And she says, thank you. Oh, thank you. You really are heroes. I'm, I'm so sorry for all the secrecy. Uh, I'm actually the one who hired you. I, I had to get out of the city and my father would never allow it. And this this was the only way I could think of to get away without him knowing. And when you explain what happened on the voyage, you know she gets real sad. So I, I, I guess he must have found out anyway. But but luckily, I had you to to help and and get me safely here. I I thank you so much for your for your service. Really,
1: you're you're truly heroes. You hear that, McCree? We're heroes. And Philip and Philip flies out of the bag and does a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie uh, offers her a pickle. She
2: eagerly accepts. It's very hungry work being a stone statue. Um, so I've,
5: <clears throat> well, I was gonna say, I would, I would also tell her, what was, what was the name of the ship? The name, the name of, the, of, the, of ship the ship was the Cloud Skip. Right. I, I would just tell her, make sure that uh, also think the Cloud Ship, the crew from there, there's only two left, but they were very imperative and to help enough to get you here as well.
2: Uh, yes, um, the, the halfling woman um, who who helped, um, who helped your the, the statue become her, her regular old self uh, vows to do everything that she can to take care of Sesc, and uh, perhaps there's even a way that he can be restored to life, though it would require quite a bit of effort, uh, and uh, calling in a lot of favors from some of her more powerful friends. But it could be done. Perhaps some of the damage that has been done can be undone. All thanks to your efforts. And with that, we have completed another Yay! of our heroic endeavors. Yes! Oh. You did it, you won! We did it. Uh, you all will be paid G. You all will be paid your contract amount, which is ten gold scales apiece. Whoa. So you can add ten gold scales to your inventory and do any wow. shopping you'd like between episodes that you're part of. Well uh, well Rady also convinced the guy to give us money, so we're gonna get that out of him to get an additional Twenty gold apiece. The problem <laughs> is that after he's remitted to jail, Cavalosha freezes all of his accounts and establishes yeah. dominion over all of his assets. So there's really no legal way for you to claim the money. It's uh, without like just just decades of paperwork. It's really oh. a real shame.
1: Jim, I'll allow what, it. I'll what? allow it, Jim. Yeah, Jim. What's what, what's happened to you? Why? Who who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh man! Uh, that was fun.
6: Yeah, we did it. We survived. You did it. You did, did it. do it.
2: But make sure that you are following us uh, at the Dat Network so that you can uh, see our our schedule as it goes up during the week. And we will see you hopefully a lot coming up. Yeah, come watch all our streams. Come yeah. do it. But this one Yay. is over. So we're gonna we're gonna go. Have a good Thanks weekend, in, guys. So good night, guys.
3: guys. Well, bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you can join us for a live episode over at twitch.tv slash the Network and come along the adventure with us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're liking the immersive sound effects and music that you're getting during our game, be sure to use the link in the description to download the Sirenscape app for free to get started and let them know Dragon the Thing sent you.